Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Misanthropod. I'm Snipe and as always I'm joined by the lovely jubbly Wibbly Wobblet. Say hello. Uh, hello. I'm also joined by Dr. Delicious Matthew, who is also a drummer. How are you? Hello. <laughs> yeah, good. Wibbly Wobblet sounds adorable. Thank you. I, I, just want to, I just want to give you a cuddle now. I mean, did you? Did I mean? Come on, he's very cuddleable. As long as you don't mind the resting, I'm disappointed in you and your lineage face. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. we've all got used to that. It's fine. I mean, it's actually quite like um, quite good for your mental health because you know just the way that humans hug. It's like head on shoulder, you know. So you can't see the look of of endless deadened disappointment in you. I have too felt that I am a much more personable person when you can't see my face, yes. Yeah, you, you are much more affectionate when we can't see you. <laughs> that, oh, oh, I, mm, uh. You know, with all the type of people where, you know, like... <laughs> You, you'll you'll go uh, have a go at me for like dragging you jokingly. I think that might have been the harshest thing said in this podcast. <laughs> really, I could go harsher. Yeah, I know you could. I no, know I, you I, could. I I couldn't actually because I love you a lot. And like, mm. of, like to be fair, to be fair, you do, like your brand is the resting disappointment face. So it is, yeah. Yeah, I can't argue with that. And mine is the, like, oh, I've set fire to the ceiling fan again. Oh, that crazy snipe. Which I don't know how that, like, came to be, but yeah, that's just... How is everyone, by the way? I'm copacetic, thank you very much. You good? How you doing, Matt? I, I don't know what that means. I, I, hope I am in all, all in good order. Oh, nice. North I'm... American informal. Oh, okay. Huh. Google it. Okay, I'm alright. I did that. I did that thing where you um, fall asleep on the sofa accidentally for like ten minutes and wake up feeling dramatically tired than you did before. Oh my god, is, I did that like, like literally just. Why before are humans podcast. like this? Because we're over thirty and we're going to die. <laughs> yeah, right, I, yeah, fine. <laughs> so I'm fine. Anyway, we're, yeah, how are you? Yeah, yeah I'm great. Uh, yeah, I've I've had an appropriate amount of sleep and um, I haven't just fallen asleep on the couch today. Have all three of us fallen asleep on the couch today and woken up feeling shitty? No, because I just, I literally just said I didn't. <laughs> oh, but you said it in a way that, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a good episode. You can learn a lot from your husband if you just listen to him. <laughs> Allegedly. And I was going to try and make a joke, but I was like, I can't make a joke without it sounding a lot worse than it's good, and I mean it. So, I, yeah. Know. Seeing as apparently I'm already dragging him. So, uh, are we are we just going to be like Loki insulting each other for the next hour and a half? I or? don't think I have it in me to insult Drama Matt because he is he is the Grogu of our podcast. Okay, that but already he doesn't sounds do anything like he, mischievous. I'm going to say that sounds like that could be an insult. <laughs> okay, do you have any idea how many people like I drew a picture with long like of, of Long Fang and I's streams on Thursdays. We do a stream called Uncooperative Thursday with I do it with my friend Long Fang, if anyone doesn't know. And I drew him as the Mandalorian and me as the little baby Grogu. And the entirety of chat when they saw that were like, Yeah, that matches your energy perfectly and I'm like, hmm. 
That feels like a very clever, thinly veiled insult. You could also be saying that he's a child who eats raw eggs. I... Okay, who hasn't eaten a raw egg here? I have not eaten a raw egg. Drama Matt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Lived in France for three years. Like, raw egg is yeah. pretty... It's pretty standard. It's really, really good for protein. Like, you want to get muscle building, you fucking... You eat raw eggs. Okay, raw frog eggs. Frog eggs. Frog eggs. Frog eggs? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they're called frog spawn. I don't mean to embarrass you in front of the internet, but I mean... <laughs> can someone what, please ask me what, what are I've we been doing? doing? What this... are we doing? <laughs> yeah, can someone please ask me what <laughs> I've been happening? doing for the last couple of weeks so that... We can just move on from this cul-de-sac that we've got stuck in. <laughs> okay, uh, Wib. Hello. I'm fine, by the way. Um, I asked you earlier. I know, but I forgot that I answered just as I did it. Um, Wib. <laughs> yeah, stop, hello. Stop laughing at me. <laughs> what have you been up to? Justify yourself. No. Oh, um, I feel horrible about that. No one ever has to justify their existence. Ever. I mean... Apart from, like, you know, people who are horrible, like TERFs. Who can fuck off and uh, eat soggy wet cum toast? Oh, Wait, what have you been up to? I've not been eating soggy wet cum toast. Well, because yeah. you're not a only only the crispy no. kind of cum toast for Wib. Oh, French yeah. toast with cum. <laughs> and I've just remembered my my father-in-law listens to this. Hi, Kev. Sorry about the cum. <laughs> Uh, so I am going to talk about uh, some things that I've done. I, I don't really have any uh, video games to talk about um, on account of the fact that I've just been playing The Binding of Isaac Solid for like two months. Oh, nice. Is there new stuff that you found? or? Oh, yeah. I, I've been doing stuff with like the tainted characters and unlocking stuff. Like I finally unlocked The Forgotten, who I just put off unlocking for the longest time. Cool. You quite done back then? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that just caught me real funny. Yep. <coughs> oh dear. <clears throat> oh. Oh my. Um, so yeah. So um, apart from apart from playing that, which yeah, I've talked about the Bunny of Isaac a million times, so I won't won't bore you with that. But I have been watching a bunch of stuff. Ooh. Which, so many 3D pornographies. Um, not one of them is 3D pornography. Oh. Uh, shockingly. Um, f- first, a couple of um, like cartoon things, uh, which is uh, so. For one, I've been watching the uh, season two of the Lower Decks, which is um, which is, is that is that uh, Andromeda thingy, ain't it? You, you mean as in Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda? Yes, uh, I'm actually honestly surprised it hasn't found a way to reference it. It's probably a licensing thing. Well, maybe they just don't care, because, uh, I, I actually... let's be honest, nobody wants to remember Andromeda. No, no. Because uh, that, that requires Because then you, you have to remember Kevin Sorbo exists yeah. as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, uh, so I've been watching, yeah, watching The Lower Decks, which continues to be an utter delight. Can I just say, I like it how you're, the, uh, med- you're basically the medical officer in that show. Uh, Dr. Tana is, um, yeah. A very grouchy cat, and I'm just like, that's just weird. Yeah, she's a Cation, and there she's was... She's fantastic. There, there was a uh, Cation in the old anim- animated series uh, who was called Mares. Well, didn't she be like, yes, Captain, I found something on the sensor because <laughs> she's a cat. Yeah, they really, really mm. hammered it home, and she was the, the uh, archetypical, like sexy furry character that mm-hmm. they tried to do so uh, and, Do- and Dr. Tana is the opposite of that because 
she is drawn how I draw myself. <laughs> yeah. And she just swears at everyone, and that's beautiful. Um, mm. But yeah, the Lower Decks continues to be great. Uh, it, it it likes to play with Star Trek canon in a way that is a lot of fun. And it has a fair bit of heart when it wants to. And yeah, I just like it. Mm. Um, also, speaking of cartoons with heart, uh, because I'd watched um, The Owl House um, recently mm-hmm. and um, really enjoyed it, uh, because it's fantastic. I was recommended Amphibia, which uh, Amphibia. Uh, I think I said Amphibia. Uh, uh, actually, it's Amphibian. <coughs> well, it, I, it was probably because the main character's called Anne. So. Uh, Am. Yeah. Anne. <laughs> Just keep talking. Okay. Stop off. You, stop. Stop. Like. Putting a spotlight on how fucking thick I am. Oh my god. <laughs> You don't think you're just drifting off when I'm talking. <laughs> kind of, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm have, what got, you're talking. Still haven't got word back from the uh, forms you filled in for ADHD, have you? No, the no. waiting list is like three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I've uh, been watching Am- Amphibia. Am- <laughs> uh, which uh, a bunch of the same people were involved, from what I understand, as with the Owl House. It's another, like... Um, like animated series that was on the Disney Channel originally. Um, that's just kind of fun. Now, the basic idea is that there is a, uh, I think she's supposed to be 13, um, a character called uh, Anne Boontroy, who is transported to the world of Amphibia, which is like full of giant insects, monstrous birds, and like frogs, toads, and newts. Bet you can't wait are... till morning. <laughs> Um, that are that are like, you know, giant and sentient, and they're the ones that like rule the society. <laughs> so it's like an alternate universe where f- frogs are in charge. Yeah, basically. Cool. Um, and so like, it, it, it's you know, it's the kind of typical like fish out of water thing. Trying to <laughs> uh, learn how frog to... out of water. Uh, yeah. uh, where where she's trying to get used to this world where it, it's you know everything is trying to eat eat you because like even though. The frogs are giant. The things that would eat frogs, like birds and fish and stuff, lots of them are also giant. Are you sure uh, that Anne isn't just small? And yeah, the frogs and birds are normal small. size? Well, I would... I mean, you're, you're <laughs> the only person here who has, like, an education. Um, Why, hey, come on, I have a poor education. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would believe you would notice that because wouldn't um, you, the the way physics behaves would start you'd notice it if you were significantly smaller. Um, good question. Like if an ant was six feet tall, it would just crush itself under its own weight and die horribly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I guess surface area gets weird because you start like. Losing too much heat to yeah, yeah take that okay. higher yeah, education probably, probably boy. A re- there's probably a thing. Somewhere. Yeah, okay, no, fair enough. Um, All right, I don't take back my silly comment. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> the problem was you were the only one that could answer it. <laughs> um, but yeah, and it's um, it, it's I don't think I don't enjoy it quite as much as the Owl House, but it's still it's still a lot of fun. Um, really, kind of picks up in season two when it stops being um, so much like just episode of the week sort of thing, and it has a bit more of a like story arc going to it. 
But yeah, it's, it's never not good. And mm. yeah, it's it's pretty funny. Uh, there's also an episode that is a sort of Gravity Falls crossover, uh, which okay. is pretty great. Um, oh, this this is beautiful. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fun. I, I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed Amphibia uh, quite a bit. Um, this season two is uh, is the last one that's currently been done, and season three has been like announced. Can't remember when that comes out. I think it's quite soon, actually. I think it's like um, in like a month's time or something. Um, the spooky month. So that's cool. And uh, there's a a big change up of the status quo, uh, which I won't say anything about because that would be a spoiler for the second season. Uh, but yeah, it's well worth a watch if you like your cartoons. Um, yeah. Um, also, um, I watched through uh, a bunch of Gundam. Yeah. Gundam. Ah. Because... Have, you, have you worked out which series it is you've watched? Because it's very confusing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, <laughs> so on Netflix currently, there is the original Mobile Suit Gundam movies. Now, the way that the series worked is that the original series was condensed into three movies... Um and I, sorry, I really as... want to say for our American listeners that cell phone Gundam or cell phone suit Gundam, but that was <laughs> a ter- it's a terrible joke, and I acknowledge that. But I thought it, and then I couldn't not say it. That's no, it's fair. it's 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 cellular phone suit Gundang. Gosh darn! Gosh, gosh darn! <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I do. Continue. But yeah, I, because I've been I've been wanting to like um get in get into gunpla. Uh, you know the little models you build of of Gundams. You see, hmm. I, how do I say this? I, I don't know. So gunplot, when I hear it, it sounds like you know, it sounds like gunplay, which is not what you're talking about. It is not what I'm talking about, mm. and I, I, although I have not heard the term before, I can 100% already understand what it is and yes. don't want anything to do with it. Neither do I. It's just flagrantly unsafe. It seems very dangerous. Yes, don't do that. Um, Every gun is loaded, even an unloaded one, so don't exactly. put it anywhere inside your butt. <laughs> don't Please. just inside yourself in any way, shape, just, or just form. Just don't, don't put guns inside. Just, just don't. Um, but yeah, um, yeah Gunpla is... Where you you get these little model kits and um, they're all sort of like just push fit, and you assemble a little robot that's like a little action figure that you just build yourself, which is just really cool. And I'd want to I know because Lynn Squiggly got us one each. Yes, I was going to. I'll, I'll get to that in a moment. Yes. Um, and I've been wanting to kind of get into that. Like I've been on um, some of Lynn's uh, streams where she was building one, and sort of got to see how it all, how it all worked. And I was like, oh yeah, I'm like. I'd like to get into that, but like I don't know dick all about Gundam because the only bits I'd seen of it was uh, bits of Gundam Wing when it was on like Toonami, and I um, saw and the only bits I saw were like middle of season episodes where they were talking about the politics of the universe, and I was very lost. Um, but yeah, with these movies, um, which like I say were um, a condensed version of the series with some stuff added, from what I understand, um, we'll put up on Netflix. So I was like. Three movies, that's like, because they're like, but all of them like two hour, hours and 20 minutes long. So that's like seven hours to watch a condensed version of like a 40 episode series. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I can do that. Um, 
And it's, I think the original ones came out in like 1978, 1979, around that time. So it's pretty old. But I was honestly really surprised by how good it was. Um, Like, as movies, they're not very good because they weren't designed as movies. Yeah, they're not going to use that time in a a way that benefits it because, yeah, they're just, it's just, a mass compilation. It's an omnibus of yeah. Gundam. Like it, it, each, you know, it's it sort of each one is more just, you know, fight, f- big fight scene. People talking in between about how it affects them. Big fight scene. It just keeps going from fight to fight to fight. Um, with um, because you know that's how it would have been in the series because that's ep- structured episodically rather than you know as a movie. Um. So, like, as far, you know, so it doesn't really, it's, you know, it has has flaws from that, which is fine and understandable. Um, and the animation is occasionally quite crude. Um, but again, it's quite old, so I'm not going to hold that against it. But where it really shines is in its characters um, and how it treats the subject matter. So the basic, the basic premise um, for the four people, I presume, who are listening who don't know dick all about Gundam. Um, Drama Matt and I being two of them. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> I watched a couple of Gundam series. I know a mild amount. Okay. I uh, know that there's mechs in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the basic idea of at least the original one is mankind has gone to space and we've got a bunch of space stations out there that are, uh, you know, are basically like little recreations of Earth on them. And um, a section, uh, you know, uh, one of them and all the allied allied ones have uh, tried to secede from earth's control and it's uh, a war happens between them that is caused such ridiculous amounts of casualties uh, that it is hard to comprehend and one of the methods of uh, they use for fighting are these giant suits called mobile uh, called um, mobile suits so it's mobile suit gundam so what's the gundam uh, the gundam is a particularly amazing version that, it, that the earth force has built that is like a prototype one that is significantly better than all the other ones so it's like the megazord i mean in badassery levels i mean I, the, the, no but also yes kind of okay um, <laughs> i'm learning a lot uh, and, uh, and and yeah, um, a, a kid ends up inside in, inside it, the pilot of it, and he and a bunch of other people from the um, like colony space station that he's on basically get pressed into military service due to circumstance. And the series is about them dealing with that and um, trying to bring an end to the uh, the war in the war in question. Um, and a, a lot of it, like, I don't know about the intentions of the author because I haven't really, like, I've, I've watched a bunch of this stuff at this point, but I've not got deep enough into it to, like, look up what creator, like, creator intentions or, like, things like that were. But the big message I got from it was war sucks ass and it fucks people up who get thrown into it. Yep. Um, and it handle and it handles that pretty well. Um, even, like, the villains of it. Um, are treated with a degree of humanity that you don't often see. Like, for example, um, minor spoilers for a series that came out before I would wager 99% of the people listening were born. Um, 
but the son of the big big enemy leader uh, is killed. And rather than him having like a big angry rant or like anything, a big, like a big Doctor Eggman mustache twirling, a big mustache twirling moment, like they have taken my son from me and everything. Uh, one of the things you see is him just repeatedly playing back the last message he got back from his son in a quiet scene. Um, oh. Little things like that that really kind of humanize them. And it's it. Te- I don't know if this was present in the original series, but in the this this movie version of it, it takes quite a while before it becomes apparent that there's um, exactly how fucking bad uh, Zeon actually are, which is the this big rebel faction. Um, the other message you can take from it, which only really becomes super apparent towards the very end of it, is that um, if you uh, are trying to build something based on a fierce um, hierarchy, then you become um, not only susceptible, but will be forced to embrace fascistic tactics. Um, I don't think any any of us are going to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because, wow, uh, towards the end, let's just say someone name-drops Adolf Hitler to someone, and the person's like, well, I don't take that as an insult, and the other person's like, huh, mm, That mm, is moderately mm. Didn't really expect that. <laughs> God, wasn't Hitler a great guy? My favourite part about Hitler was that he, like, repeatedly shat himself daily because he was a big, dumb bitch who deserved to die. He did suck. Yeah. Yeah. I... <sighs> I just know there's someone out there who has, like, the someone bad-mouthed Hitler, like, alarm. <laughs> and they're going to wake up and be like, I must be angry at someone on the internet for no fucking reason. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's um, very funny. Nazis um, and fascists are fucking garbage, and I hate them, and I want them to all go and just fucking get in the sea. They should get in the sea. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam should not because uh, no. this this level of like um, just depth of character like just makes makes it really kind of have a a lot more staying power. I think that's that's what kind of elevates it. Um, I don't know, like in terms of its mech stuff, um, it established you know a lot of stuff. Um, I think I, I I read somewhere that it has it was like the um, the thing that most like decided the the tropes of the real robot genre which is you know mech mech anime and stuff that is not quite as fantastical where it's based a bit more in like yeah they are like fanciful mech suits and things but they treat them as if they're just military machinery uh, and yeah I, I i really enjoyed it mm. um i i then watched there's a follow-up movie uh, made like 10 or so years later uh, called charles counterattack um, which that was a counterattack that had a long time coming, eh? Yeah, uh, which follows up from that original one, and um, all of the janky animation is now gone, and the animation is fucking beautiful in it. Is mm. that the one I saw you watching the other day? No, no, it's not. Okay, because that was beautifully animated as well. That was too, but it that was um, yeah, that wasn't great. Anyway. Um, but uh, but yeah, unfortunately, the the kind of story of of um, Charles Counterattack ain't great. It, it feels like it's. It feels uh, like I, like a lot of stuff was supposed to be in there, and it they didn't have the room for it, but they still crammed it in anyway, so there's just a lot going on in it. Um, and uh, a really um, likable villain from Mobile Suit Gundam, Char. I presume that's how you're supposed to pronounce his name. I don't know. Um, 
Uh, but, uh, you know, um, he's kind of really, like, kind of likable in, in the original one, even though he is kind of a villain. Um, but when it gets to this one, where he is the main villain, uh, they decide to make him a space libertarian, and um, oh, no. that's upsetting. And by space libertarian, I mean he's um, angry at the government, and he likes to romance teenagers. I was about to say, how many kids does he try and fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's explicitly stated that he's he, he's into teenagers. Actually, and I'm like... it's not pedophilia. Yes, it is. It's pedophilia. And yes, you do need to tell me how you're going to build those fucking roads. Moving on. Um, yeah, uh, so that's, that's the thing. I also watch Hathaway, which is uh, part of the same continuity, because the Gundam universe has like fucking five different main continuities. Fucking nightmare to get into. Um... But that's like the first part of an extended series, um, and the most notable thing about it is that its intro—it's got a James Bond intro. Oh, which is huh. like abstract. Are we talking about like walking on and then firing down the bullet of a gun that somehow has blood in it for some no, reason? I mean, or are we talking like the uh, the silhouettes dancing yeah, sexily? This, yeah, that. But it's it, it's Gundam's. Um, okay, that's dancing. fucking that's that's amazing. <laughs> I want to see like sexy fucking like chunky yeah. robots being like ooh. They're not they're not dancing seductively. That would then be, I don't care. That, that would be wrong. <laughs> but it is very James Bondy. It's quite Fantastic. fun. Fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, it, it made some weird choices. Like um, so, the 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 actual mobile suits um, are animated in CG, uh, which makes sense in like the modern day. Like animating a big mech. It makes sense to do it like that. I, I'm not going to begrudge on that, even though I, I prefer the traditionally animated stuff. Like, like, like I say, Charles Counterattack looked fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, but um, they co- they combine um, the that with making the mechs really over elaborate, so they've just got a lot going off on them. So it makes them hard to kind of define a silhouette, like to know, like, oh, they move that, like that's part of the leg, but what part of the leg is it? So like, it's a bit, it's a bit <laughs> Final Fantasy. I was, I was going to make a bit. It's a bit um, early, like Michael Bay Transformers, oh, like mm. looking. Well, you just like there's just stuff stuff happening. Yeah, it has a bit of that. Um, but that combined with the, I think every time a mech suit appears on screen, it's at night, so everything's a bit murky as well. Oh, so it's, so like I I watched it and I really have trouble remembering what any of the mechs look like in it. It's a weird choice. Um, but um, one of the reasons it's led me to watch uh, to start getting to start watching the other stuff because the next thing I've got on my like to do list is to watch uh, one called Iron Blooded Orphans, which is apparently quite good. I've heard about that the most. Yeah. Um, also, Iron Blooded Orphans is like such a fucking metal band. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like, hello, we are the Iron Blooded Orphans. It's like, yeah, I, I yeah. and they're just like. Doom metal. You know the Cannibal Corpse kind of just like, I'm going to make a noise in my throat that will make my doctor angry for like 20 minutes? That's kind of how I imagine it would sound. I can see that. Mm. I can see that. Um, but but yeah, one of the reasons that I've, I've sort of like wanted to get more into it is that um, well, as, as Snart mentioned earlier, um, our friend Lynn, uh, we met up with her the other day and... She she gave us a gunpla each. The one the one she gave me was um what's it fucking called? Gun cannon. Um, nice. 
which is the goofiest thing. It's from the original Mobile Suit Gundam. It, it's like, it looks like a 1980s toy. It looks, it looks like, like Johnny Five if he wanted to fuck you up. <laughs> it, and not it, just in the cool, he dresses himself as a punk kind of way. You see, I think it looks like a a, a robot as designed by Manta Force. But I think you have to be I a certain age to understand that what one. What the fuck is Manta Force? It's it's a toy. Um, that was a toy what? range. That um, it was like a big spaceship that had these little little um, like really basically articulated action figures that were like a few like half an inch tall. Okay. And then you took the top off it, and it had like fifteen different vehicles in it that all could fit the the dudes in. That sounds like I would have. I would have just passed out and died if someone had given me that as a kid. I will show it you after that. Because that sounds like you would I would have loved it. You would have loved them. I loved cars as a kid. You would have loved shit. the bad guy the bad guy's vehicles. What are they? Because the, um, the thing oh they're just evil looking versions. Okay yeah I like it. <laughs> you don't have to describe it to me I'm like yeah. yeah they're my really favourite cool. colours are like black and red so but, yeah, I get it. But this thing looks like that. It looks like it looks like a, a toy from the 80s which since it's a, ro- a robot designed in the 70s that makes sense. Mm. Um, it's got like caterpillar tracks and <laughs> two giant cannons and its hands are like mini guns. It's great. It is real cool. Um, and yeah, it's all like it, and like yeah, I assemble uh, assembled that. I just sat down one morning and just like did it over the space of a couple of hours, and it's it's really satisfying because it's all. Um, it's all snap fit and it's all pre-painted. And... Well, it's not pre-painted. It's just that it's... No, it's, got, it's, it's, it's all got the colour. You don't need to paint it. I'm, it's weird putting something together. I haven't put mine together yet because um, I am bad at... What was it? Executive dysfunction. Yep, that's me. Uh, but yeah, like just snapping everything in. And it's weird not undercoating and gluing. Yeah. And... Mm, it's just weird. quite nice because it's like all of the, the things that lead to stress whilst assembling and painting and like making a, a 40k model or any kind of model kit really just isn't present because everything's already got colour on it because it's just different coloured plastics. So, mm. you know... So, you know, it all just fits together. You can go further. You can paint them if you want. There's lots of things they will, you know, they show, like, to make it look better. Like, you know, there's proper markers you can buy to, like, draw on the plastic. So you can, like, draw inside the panel lines to, like, make <laughs> them stand out more. Things like that. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, it's it's just... I, I totally get why people get really into it. And now I want to try one of the more uh, modern ones. Because the gun cannon model is from, like, 2000. So it's... Nowhere. You are just inherently a hipster. Huh? Yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> it's nowhere near as advanced as the modern kits because the modern kits are terrifying. Like, so just if you're if you're only familiar with like say um, Games Workshop sprues, um, yeah, about the like the average kind of sprue for like a uh, a squad is like like the size of an A five like notebook. Well, it sizes. It could of... fit in like yeah. I'm, I'm saying like usually it's like that, and that's all very kind. Yeah. Of... Well, I mean the the size set. You know, I thought that's all governed really by box size no, more than anything else. No, it's not. You can get a, a Warhound Titan, and it's all comes in a big A5 box. <laughs> it's really um, cool, and but, it's why they won't employ me at Forge World. <laughs> but the thing is, is that um, you know it's just a big solid piece of grey plastic, or sometimes blue, or sometimes red, or whatever color they're feeling like doing that week. Whereas. The interesting thing about Gunplay is that sometimes you get sprues that are multiple different colours because they've like made, they've cast them in such a way that they huh, can all cool. fit together. 
So you'll get one that's like, say, mostly red, but then there's a little bit of yellow on the kit. So that's just like attached to the red sprue. That just makes me think huh. of like, you know, like cheap lollies, uh, cheap sweets, like um, drumstick things where they've they've obviously poured in two different like, mm-hmm. say, flavors yeah. and, mm. and they kind of mix a little bit. And I am going to eat your sprues. What will really <laughs> bake your noodle, though, is that they're some of the later ones. And I don't understand how they do this is that you get sprues where, a, like, there'll be a complete leg, like, well, the internal parts of the leg, will be on the sprue, and you clip it off, and it is already jointed. Because they've, like, got uh, two different sprues, well, two different, like, castings to go together. I mean, do you remember On when, one sprue? Do you, like, do you remember, Matt, you remember you, you gave me that 3D-printed dinosaur that was basically yeah. got printed in segments, and it was like a chain? Yeah. I'm thinking maybe something like that, because which is literally it's magic. Let's call it magic because it is. It's it won't be because the because the three D printers make sense that they can do that because of the way they work. Casting plastic, how plastic works, Shouldn't I don't do understand. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't that, understand. Honestly, that was the only explanation yeah. I could muster, and I know it was incorrect. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I don't know how they do it. I would love to know if someone does actually know. Uh, please let me know in the comments, or, or at least if they've got like a direction to somewhere that can tell me, uh, because I'm genuinely curious how that works. Um, but yeah, I really want to try one of the modern kits because of that they seem really cool. Mm. I would I would very much like to try them. Um, but yeah, so uh, I'm I'm now uh, trying to get into Gundam after many years of not. The kits aren't well, as expensive as you'd think either. Oh no, yeah, a, lot of, like, a lot of building kits. Like when you first when you were first talking with Lynn about like um gunpla and stuff mm. and I was like, dude, they're gonna be so fucking fucking mm. expensive. But apparently like just a a, 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 a like a what's it like a like a foot tall kind of kit will set you back like fifty quid. Like a really good one will like a really set good you back one. about fifty quid. Yeah, and it's like Man, coming we've from broken like, by Games Workshop. Right? Haven't we? Yeah. It's like, oh, uh, you can twenty-seven pounds fifty. Yes, I will get that one unit. And yes, yes, I am talking about the Primaris fucking apothecary, <laughs> apothe- apotheca- apothecary, Far- the the Primaris pharmacist. <laughs> um, the uh, yeah, a, a, like a basic kit, like one of the smaller ones. You can get them for as little as like twelve quid or something. Which for a model kit is because, like, I remember, like, growing up, my father would like build loads of like plane kits, you know, like airfix stuff. Like airfix yeah. stuff. Mm. He would build loads of those, and those were always like, oh, do you want like it's it's like a six inch long um like tiger moth biplane or whatever? Oh, that's gonna set you back like fifty dollars, and then the paints are twenty on top mm. of that, and it's like. You know, which was a lot of money back in 1985. If nothing uh, else, if, if nothing else, I've just been. Um, I I just assumed they were expensive because I, I did too. Because be- like things like that always are. Because I was used to things coming from Japan, like like say Godzilla stuff. I, I'm used to just not being mm. able to afford Godzilla stuff ever because it, it just it has to be imported and it costs an absolute fortune. Whereas you get this stuff imported and it's still I cheap. Guess- there's just so like it is dramatically popular in in Japan. Like, oh yeah, I imagine they've just got so much of the stuff they're like paying to export it. <laughs> it's like just well, please I'll... just take some of this. Well, I'll put over it... these fucking Gundams. God I'll, damn. I'll put it this way: I've heard it compared to that Gundam is to Japan what Star Wars is to the West. Mm. So that yeah, explains a fucking. So that that's probably got a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um. Um. But yeah. Uh, it's 
it's cool, and I I look forward to getting more more kits. <laughs> Great, nice. So you know how you're always bitching at me for storage space. Can I start doing that with you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, wow! Wow! I'm so glad I got. I will that say there is a slight difference between uh, a a like eight inch tall Gundam figure and a Squishmallow <laughs> that is two foot in diameter. <laughs> okay. Okay. They are quite different because one gonna... can be put put uh, one you can put several of them in a shoebox and jam it under the bed. Yeah, uh, the you other can do one... that with squishmallows. I have plenty of smaller ones. I just have two big ones, Chernabog and, and Chewbacca. Okay, but how many of the ones that are still like a foot and a half in diameter do you have? Look, okay, we live in a time of uncertainty. And how yeah. many and how many of the small <laughs> ones do you have? Look, okay, so this has shifted now. It's attacking me. All right, and my, I was gonna get the grey fin to tip, sh- like the black fin tip shark, because he is super cute. He's got a little eyes and a toy. He is very eyes. cute. I will not deny that he is very. I was cute. very tempted to get him as a gift for you, because then you wouldn't be allowed to be angry, because <laughs> I know your favorite is the shark. I do like the shark. Yeah, but no, like, like all, all like joking aside, I did want to get it for you just because I know you like it. Oh, thank you. And I might still do that, maybe. I don't know. But act surprise. And I'll buy myself some Gundams. Yeah, I can buy you... Oh, God, you've still got I... birthday money. Yeah, I've got birthday money. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, dear. And that birthday money that you owe me because you, you spent it. In my defence, um... we were pretty hard up. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, but yeah, so I've got, I've got to go, uh, I'm going to go get some of that. But anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, I also have been watching BattleBots. That's American Robot Wars. It is American Robot Wars because the first two seasons of the revival um, were added to Netflix. Oh, cool. I know okay. because I put it in the watch list because I knew you'd want to see it. Yes. And they didn't tell me you'd done that. I thought you go, and then didn't tell me, you dumb fuck. I was no. like, wait, what? <laughs> no, because then I saw it. I was like, oh, wait, the new Battle Boss. You're like, yeah, I added it to the list. And I was like, you didn't tell me. And, you're and like, I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> the one part of my plan I failed to execute. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so just just to just to get anyone up to speed, uh, because earlier this year I watched the uh, the full run of Robot Wars, which for anyone who isn't aware is it's Robot Wars. is a is a robot combat thing. So people build little remote control, little fighting robots, and then they battle them in an arena. And the it was an Amer- an American equivalent made. Uh, called BattleBots, and I, I tried to watch some of the old BattleBots, which was done, I think, early, it was like late 90s, early 2000s. It was done a few years after um, British Robot Wars started, and it fucking sucked. It was fucking terrible, like unwatchably bad, um, because it was on a comedy... You don't really go for American comedic like primetime anyway. That's not like... A genre it was. In. It was particularly bad mm. uh, because it was on on an American comedy station, so they felt the need to insert jokes everywhere, and the jokes haven't aged be- age well anyway. And Oof. its its format mm. was shit mm. um, <laughs> because they just miss out like half of the fights and just expect you to be invested. Um, and they'd show them in weird orders, and there was like multiple leagues going off, so it was just really hard to keep track of. It was like individual fights could be fun and like you know interesting to watch, but like the format itself did everything to make it unwatchable, and I frankly just couldn't deal with it. From I think I watched like the first season and a half of it, 
and then I like skipped to each season of it, like the first episode, to see if they made it less shit, and they never did. <laughs> um, what are your critiques on this TV show? Well, if they made it less shit, I actually it, it's actually a, rare, a case where I, I find it hard to say anything other than it was just fucking terrible. If you don't like it, you don't like um, it. If you have nostalgia for it, not not gonna throw any shade at you. I grew up with just a different type of the show, which I I felt was vastly superior. Um, so it hurt a bit more because I'd just gone through the, the full run of that show <laughs> yeah. and seen all the ups and downsides of it and then just watched a, a version of the same show but fail at everything. So it was like, oh, okay. However, I'm pleased to say that the revival, which happened, I think, at uh, the same time as our Robot Wars revival, uh, which was pretty great, um, it happened around the same time. And though some of the quirks of it still kind of carried on, like I still don't think the format's quite as good. Um, and it still has at least two too many presenters. Um, um, how many does it have? Three. Uh, no, wait, it has one, one presenter. Two, three, <laughs> four. There's like five people who like present it variously. Um, and I know there's like three in like Robot Wars generally, and you could probably cut one of those out. Um, to be fair, I, I always thought the announcer was Craig Charles, so he fuck, was fuck not. my life. Uh, I, I forget his name every time I stop thinking about yeah. him. And the new one's Dara O'Brien, isn't he? Well, he's the one who replaced Craig Charles. Yeah, I love Dara O'Brien. Yeah. He's like seven foot, like, he's he's seven mm. feet high of pure Irish sass, and I love him. <laughs> um, he has but... great teeth. I wish I had teeth like that, they're so cool. Um, but yeah, uh, new BattleBots, I, I, I actually did enjoy, uh, enjoy a lot, um... But it is interesting seeing like the differences between um, the British show and this US show. So, like one example is that they kind of lean harder on the sports aspect of it. Mm. So it's rather than them, um, like so in the British show, that everything's got like each episode has like its own internal narrative because X amount of robots go into it and then they whittle them whittle down to one robot which moves on to say the semi-finals and each episode like is about that of like whittling it down. Until you eventually end up with a fight with just two of them. Um, and so it means that each episode has its own internal narrative. Because you you see one robot go up against everything and come out victorious at the end. This one goes more for like sports brackets. Uh, BattleBots goes more for like sports brackets. So each episode is just... Um, there's four fights, so uh, which have eight different robots, and so four of them win their fights and then go through. So each one doesn't really have that throughput, if you know what I mean. Um, so it, I, I don't think the episodes really have the same verve to them because of that. You could watch the episodes, well, you could watch the fights in isolation and they would mean just as much. Okay, yeah. Uh, if if that makes any sense, like yeah, yeah, you don't have the same like yeah continuity through it, sort of yeah, and that that continuity I think really adds to mm. Robot Wars. Um, the other thing is just how the meta works differently. So um, because of, because of the the design of the actual arenas and stuff, um, flippers were much more prominent in the British show and didn't really <laughs> appear yeah. anywhere near as much in BattleBots. So you don't. So like, lots of robots were knocking around without self-writing mechanisms, and like things just didn't really have an answer. Loads of things just didn't have an answer if they got flipped over, which was just bizarre mm, because yeah, that's just that was a death sentence after like yeah. season three of yeah. Robot Wars. 
Um, and the I think the only thing that ever did the only things that ever did all right were like spinners that were too dangerous to get near to anyway. Um, they were the only things that could get away without having a um, a self writing mechanism. I think the only one that, that managed to do well near the end was um, I always forget what it's called. Was it Typhoon. It was the one that won like the last season, and I always forget because it was kind of bullshit how it won. But I'm not going to get into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, so I, I hope they add more to Netflix because I, I, I watched the two seasons of it and I did quite enjoy watching them. Um, it, it's really interesting to, yeah, to see a different sort of sort of style of the same show and seeing what they prioritize and what they don't. Mm. Um, and the, it was it was kind of fun seeing a few British teams that I I've been watching on TV for literally like what I first saw like a couple of decades ago show up with different robots, uh, which was which was really fun. Like the Razor team show up because they they have a robot a robot in BattleBots called Warhead. Oh, cool! Um, which was which was fun. Uh, and there's a couple of them show up like that. I did um, not realize there was enough like money in it to fund like international trips oh yeah yeah um <laughs> yeah, there's, a, yeah. there's a, a bunch of robot wars people show up in, in it um <laughs> sometimes they're then you know they don't ever mention this kind of stuff yeah um but it's like you know you'll see oh there's this team from britain and you go wait that guy he's he's the guy from behemoth like you know like oh that's i the guess dude. They, they enter different robots because they'll be different like rules about what you're allowed i suppose yeah uh the only real exception is um god i always forget which one it is i think it's um i, I think it was kilohertz uh the, the guy that had um had that he entered with uh he entered with one that i don't know if it's the exact same one um that um he entered into the robot wars revival but it looks the same but it might mm. be slightly bigger because the, i think the, the weights are slightly different yeah yeah um, do they have any flippers in the in the American? Oh yeah, they do. And uh, then, I was just imagining like a British team turning up with a flipper. And the Americans are like, what is that? There's no weapons on it. And then they're being flipped for the first time, being like, you, you can't, you can't do that. <laughs> what are you do? <laughs> but no. Yeah, oh, there's uh, one called Bronco that does actually do really, really well. Uh, okay, um, right. But it's but the, the, their flippers don't tend to be wedges either, because um, you huh. like one of the staples of Robot yeah, Wars yeah, is absolutely. a flippy wedge, and yeah. they just don't have flippy wedges really. Huh. Uh, which is just weird. Um, although the, I will say there is one thing that it pick that it is retained from the original run of the show that drove me up the wall, and that is that every now and again they will just have they will just go let's see how the other competitors did, and then they'll just run through four fights that they don't show you the complete fight of, huh. and just say this one won it. Uh, so, for example, uh, the team that ran Carbide in the UK. They went there with um, a, a very similar robot, um, and I don't think any of its fights got shown in its totality, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to actually see these, but yeah, they just didn't show them, which was like just weird. Mm. I think they removed the ones that weren't super interesting. Is I think yeah, I what they so. actually do, but I still want to see them. I think they do put yeah. them up on YouTube. Um, okay. To be fair, but still, it's just kind of a weird thing that the show does, and it. It just makes it feel like some teams are getting like a bit of a, a rough end of the deal. Uh, yeah. yeah. Do they still have the big nut? They do still have the big nut. Okay, yes. good. Uh, good. Which is very funny because <laughs> I always assumed that that was there just so that they could repeatedly say big nut because yeah, it was on absolutely. a comedy channel where they made terrible sex jokes all the time. Yeah. 
Um, but no, they're still competing for That's... the big nut. Okay, well, yeah. <laughs> Some jokes just never get old, Wib. I mean, I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> it's a classic. But yeah. Um... <laughs> but anyway, uh, I've been rambling for far too long. Uh, so I shall now turn over to the drummer Matthew. And I will ask you what you have been up to in the last a few months. Few months, few, few months. months. Oh my god! I mean, the list wouldn't be much longer, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, partially because I can't remember. Um, last few months, we've uh, not not as much as you. We've done bits and bobs. Um, the main thing we've watched um, since the last recording was a three-part mini-series. It was three episodes, but the episodes were an hour each. So I guess it, you know. Anyway, it's a series called Time. Oh, um, yeah. With Sean Bean or Sean Bourne, depending on your personal preference, <laughs> um, like content warning for like it's basically set in a prison, so there's lots of like fairly horrible prison stuff happening. Um, but it is good and incredibly depressing. Oh, because it's just, that's it's, just what we need in these trying times. Yeah, right. We watched it. <laughs> basically, we, 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 there was multiple moments of like floods of tears each ep- each of the three episodes. But I d- that said, if you've got the spoons for it, I do recommend it. It's really good. But yeah, it's a it's a pretty because like you've got you've got to do things set in prisons quite well because you know there it, is a, it needs it's, it's, that it's, it's kind a, of um, yeah sincerity. Like, I did really enjoy things like um, Orange Is the New Black. Like I enjoyed that at the time, and it does show the awful aspect of prisons, but it also has like the the fun jokey side of it as well. And they're all, they are they are do show moments where like the prisoners are having a good time, which you know it's bound to happen because it's people hanging out or whatever. There is bound to be good times, probably, even though it's a like hellscape that people probably shouldn't be sent to. But let's, yeah. I'm sort of skirting around the, the, that <laughs> side of things for for now. But yeah, this does not have that. This just has the prison is awful. Prison is awful for everyone, and it will fuck you up. And you wouldn't you've kind of gone into it. That's kind of it. You're pretty stuck unless you're really lucky. And it's just like, oh, this is bleak, but it yep. is very, it is very good. And Sean Bean is excellent. The other guy, Sean Bean in is it, just excellent. I've forgotten that there's like it's shown from the perspective of like two characters. So Sean Bean, just to give a bit of context, he's his character. I can't remember what the character's name is. Sean um, Bean. Sean Bean. Yeah, he's just doing his standard his standard Yorkshire accent, which is just glorious. Love it. Can't <laughs> get enough of that, honestly. No. So he's a. 50-odd year old, or however old Sean Bean is now, probably a bit older than that. He's a um, school teacher, an English teacher, and he's an alcoholic before he goes to prison, and he's drinking after work, and he drives home drunk and crashes into a cyclist and kills him. So he gets sent to prison for four years for manslaughter, or dangerous yeah. driving, or whatever the official thing is. So he's like not I a... I think that's involuntary manslaughter. Yeah, I can't remember. I think, I think, he might have, I think it was just um, dangerous driving, I think, he said. But anyway, that, that he goes to prison for four years for that um and he's not obviously he doesn't have any kind of that background or anything or um so he's a bit is a little bit you know out of his depth in there but it kind of just shows so half of the show is from his perspective of like you know how he's dealing with that which not that well um and then the other half is from a from one of the warden's perspective and the warden's story is also brutally sad because he's um he's got a son who's gone to a different prison and then the prison is in his in that prison, find out he's the, he's a um, like a prisoner. He's a screw's son. Screw's son. Yeah, exactly. And then he gets moved. He ends up end up having to like smuggle things into his own prison to appease the various people in his prison. So the ones in the other prison don't beat up his son. And it's just like, oh my look, it's just oh yeah. It's very 
you kind of you know that it, these things will happen in, in their awful places and even they do say like at one point um some like i said content warning for a lot of stuff so hopefully you don't mind hearing various people don't mind hearing this um what what what's the content warning that you're this going to, one uh... is for um suicide okay so so yeah sorry everyone. skip like it's... 30 seconds ahead you'll <laughs> um but yeah one of the inmates um commits suicide in 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 his cell um which is horrifying in itself to watch and then you see his family outside the thing, like protesting and thing, be like, you know, he shouldn't, he, he had various mental health problems, he shouldn't have been in prison. And this warden guy's like, yeah, no, like at least half of the prisoners, if not more, should not be in this prison. They should be in a mental health facility. But there's no funding for that. And I'm very sorry, we, we do the best we can. And it's just this heartbreaking moment of like, he knows that this isn't where they should be. They're doing the best they can. And all this shit still happens because they're just, that's not the place and that's not how the system should be. And it is. And it's just like, everyone it's just a weird moment of like yeah these two people are on like opposite sides or they're like you know having a go at each other but they're also all agreed the same thing but because of the system they've been placed onto these it's like oh yeah it's really that is so but it is raw. if you have the spoons for that it is really well done and you will be crying but it's worth watching if you can um yeah <laughs> it's not... personally if i want to get want to get <laughs> yeah. depressed about the carceral system then i'll go and speak uh to the family member i have who is an ex-prison guard mm. oh you, yeah who doesn't see a problem with yeah, anything that sure was happening yeah mm-hmm. and it's yeah so so i i should it should, probably should have had an even bigger warning at the start because it's not our usual more upbeat podcasty topic but it was just so good i did want to mm. recommend it still even though it is like not at all fun. If that so, makes sense. Sometimes, sometimes um, a thing that isn't fun but is necessary, it, it still feels yeah, necessary. It's still, it's still worth it's, a big yeah. recommend, and with the yeah. caveat of if you've, you know, if you've, if you've got, got, got... entertainment doesn't yeah. have to be nice or fun mm. or uplifting to be good, but also yeah. it doesn't have to be misery porn either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but yeah, also, no, yeah, not, yeah. Not everyone can deal with it, as, yeah. somehow, as, you, think, as you say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think because it was only three, was, I think they're hour-long episodes, but there's only three of them, so it doesn't feel like it is just. Even though it is kind of just bleak the whole way through, there is there is a few uplifting moments as well. So it's not entirely just that, and because it's so short, it can kind of get away with without having as much of the light-hearted relief because it's not. You know, if you if it was like a twenty-episode series or something, you, you couldn't do it for that long because it would just be too much. But because it's so short, it can get away with it a bit more. Which is quite that nice. That makes sense. And it's quite nice watching something that's like, you know, it is just a... There you go, like, we have this story to tell. We've told it. That's what's done. We're cool. Which is <laughs> quite nice in this era of, like, sequels and whatnot. Yeah, no, I recommend. Um, on a lighter note, we've been watching the um, new series of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I keep meaning to which say is, that. To, to watch it. Yeah, it's not... It's I don't know when it's out in this country officially. I've been watching it. In this country, officially. So, um... <laughs> You've been watching it legally, Annette, and we do not condone not doing that. No, absolutely not. Um, it's good. I it's... do. Fuck them. I won't, I won't go into the details, because a lot of people won't have seen it yet, but it's I just... I haven't seen the last season. It acknowledges the pandemic, so it's just... It doesn't make a big deal about it, or even really mention it. It's just in the background, you see people, like, ra- like random, like, uniformed coppers in the background wearing masks and things, and you're like, oh, they're mm. not, like, pretending it's not happening. They're just... They, but they've also not made it like the main feature of the series. But the main feature of the series is because this is filmed post um, various 
events that have happened in the last couple of years involving police, which everyone is very aware of. <laughs> I'm just yeah. going to say, Drumbly and... Bumbly, you really are bringing up the primo happy content. <laughs> oh no, but, uh... but, but, uh, but Brooklyn does it in a funny way, but it's still very serious, yeah. but it's like, yeah. it's not, yeah. Yeah, I have been but, intrigued by this because I know they had yeah. to. They basically binned their entire plan for the yeah. series. Yeah, most of the episodes canned off. And... Which honestly, you know, fair play to them. Yeah, that 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 took some fucking balls. Good on them. Yeah, can I, I say one of? Can I say a spoiler from the first episode, or shall I avoid spoilers? Uh, I haven't. I, right, say, I'm like two, three seasons behind, dude. Please don't. Okay. Spoil. Oh, I, I won't say anything. But yeah, it's Thank good. You. They the, the way the way they yeah. They don't like hide from pandemic stuff, but they make it a big deal because they could have very easily made that the the storyline or whatever and how mm-hmm. they deal with that, mm. which fine, but it'd be a bit meh, whatever. But yeah, they 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 they, they treat it really well um, in terms of they're all cops, but they all they're all very aware that they're quite they're good ones, but that's not what the majority is, and that's a big part yeah. of storyline is how they can try and change things and fix things and it's it's done really it's like i think we're six episodes in or something but it's done really well so far mm. in oh, terms nice. of that. i was a bit worried that they'd try and you know not acknowledge it or not just be like oh or, yeah well it's okay because if people yeah. didn't want to get murdered in cold blood for no reason maybe they shouldn't just be yeah. there or even just be like oh yeah but look let's not let's not worry about those all those bad ones there's good police officers too so let's focus on those and they really don't they really do say look there's a problem and it's a big problem they yeah they don't hide away from it but also no, they no, don't no, it promise. still doesn't make it too it's still hopeful mm. okay which is nice That's nice I, I I will be intrigued to watch it at some yeah. point. Because yeah. I think that has been souring me on wanting to watch it because I know yeah, that there's no. that in the back of my brain going... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like oh, this is kind of propaganda, however you square it. Yeah, you know, yeah no, absolutely. It is. No, no, they, they, yeah, they, 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 do it, they, they do it really well. Hmm, cool, cool. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, that's but that's basically that's what we've got the uh, ooh, we got the Lincoln Park music pack for Beat Saber. That's very satisfying, <laughs> teenage teenage Matt. Oh my god, <laughs> it is because it's like the rest of Beat Saber is like it's all more like dancey music and things, which works really well with Beat Saber. But you're more like dancing to it almost. Whereas Lincoln Park pack, it just feels like you're just drumming because you're just hitting like down beats when there will be snare beats and things, and it just feels hmm. like drumming, which is it makes it a very different game and it's very satisfying. Okay, plus you can just sort of sing along and and whatnot and. Then get distracted because you're singing along too much to play the game. You see, I could. <laughs> Linkin get Park it, have lots like, of good songs. <laughs> no, I, I could get it, but like I'm kind of like, well, if it's just drumming, I can just do that in real life. You know, as as good as the game, I could be. You know, in the end, it wouldn't even matter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. Good, yeah. Good. Appease good. me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, that's mostly it. We went to a real life gig yesterday. It's not exactly podcast what content. What the but fuck? You irresponsible. Was, I know, it was, yeah, we booked it, even, I don't know, last year, was it? We got the tickets and it moved from March to this time. We were like, oh, it will move again, whatever. And then it's, and then getting up to it, we're like, well, there's no legal reason why it's not on. It just doesn't feel very sensible. But I don't know. We were like, well. If it helps, yeah. I have been um, actively mocking anti vaxxers in person publicly. Good. Lately, because there was a couple of people I've seen with like fucking old dudes with like um like fucking like there was a guy I walked past in fucking the middle of the city like in the middle of the mall who had yes I'm I'm anti I'm proudly anti vaccine and I honestly I did not mean to do this it just slipped out as I was walking past I was I laughed at him and called him a dumb c word. 
<laughs> which I'm not going to say because I know YouTube algorithm classifies the C word on par with the N word, which yeah. is uh, no. <laughs> no, no, the N-word is way more horrible, but okay, fine. Um, and there was another old boomer guy I saw in the sh- the shopping, like the shopping uh, mall. No, the grocery, st- the grocery store. What, what are we talking about? A supermarket. There a supermarket. Okay. okay. Yeah. Cool. yeah. And he was wearing a mask, my ass shirt, which I just laughed at him and went, wow, dude, nice shirt. And then he like gave me a really angry look. And uh, literally was avoid bi- avoiding me for the rest of the shopping trip. It was really funny. It's like, <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, man, if you want to take this car park, I will happily just fucking power bomb you. <laughs> it's it's fine. Seeing as you know, you probably you know you probably have COVID, so it'd be really easy to fight you. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Yeah, you do so... have to imagine what what sort of person you'd have to be in order to not only uh, be irresponsible enough to... Like, not powerbomb the elderly. To, to not want to get a vaccine. Like, obviously some people can't get it because of medical reasons, and that's totally, like, understandable, fine. Yeah, no, understandable, yeah. but it's also a very small percentage of people. It's a very small percentage, <laughs> but someone who, who actively actively is avoiding it's it. It's like, but no, also, I don't care if your grandparents yeah, fuck it. Like, people you love die. But also wishes to actively flaunt it and taunt people which, in the street with Which it. is why... I feel fully justified in mocking them mm. in person. Unfortunately. Because the thing is, it's like, look, okay, you, by by you going, I I am proudly an asymptomatic pro, pro character. I am I am pro people you care about dying. That's like that's like someone that's that's like someone being a fascist in the street, being like, you know what? Not a fan of people who aren't white or whatever. It is it is self defense mentally. <laughs> And just, it's fun to make fun of them because it's catharsis. The only problem is, is that I, d- I don't know how how. Uh, oh, it pushes use- their victim complex so hard. Yeah, I don't know how useful mm. it is. It's, it's a it's a genuine problem that we have encountered so much on the internet over the last what like five years that uh, people, when they get pushed into irrational um, belief systems. Oh, yeah, uh, getting can't. them. Okay, let yeah, me tell you. Yeah. I grew up in a cult, and I am telling you, there is nothing that will break these people out. Yeah, that you can't do that. But if you don't like, you have to. It's not those people you're trying to change the minds oh, of. Yeah. It's the people on the fence you need to reach. Yeah. People who are just people who are going out and buying fucking sticker printers. People who are like trying to like evangelize to their friends and family about how the new world order are putting Jewish microchips in you or whatever crazy fucking stupid bullshit. They are unfortunately ninety nine point nine percent of them are lost. They they anything that. Like, they are told, regardless of what it is, they will warp it in their mind to justify their beliefs. The people on the fence or the people on the periphery of that, Mm. those are the people you have a chance with. And sometimes just making fun of some dumb fuck in the street being anti-vax, somebody who may be on the fence is listening, and they notice that there's, hey, there's an element of social ostracization there. Maybe that's not, why is that happening? Someone mm. is confident enough. I'm not sitting here going, "Look at me, I'm the savior of the fucking world." But I'm just saying, this is kind of how I view it in my brain. It's like if someone comes at you on Twitter, someone comes at you in, in a YouTube comment or whatever, and says something really fucking horrifying, really fucking racist, really just performative arguments are needed. Ignoring the trolls, yeah, no, that doesn't help. That's how we get insults. That's how we get the alt right. You know that. Mm. 
don't leave them to their own fucking devices. And sometimes, yes, you need to performatively argue with these people, even if it's for your own fucking sanity. <laughs> you know? Mm. I'm I'm getting heated about this, and yeah, I, I, I don't have a prepared I, yeah. statement. And I I appreciate I'm probably not putting across my points very well because I am very emotionally invested in this. Because for fuck's sake, uh, yeah, but I'm, there, I'm, there are multiple reasons of why I appreciate. Yes, it probably is fruitless. Yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not saying like you know <laughs> you, you know get, let let these let these people just do what they want. I, I'm I'm not I'm not suggesting that. Um, but yeah, you 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 are right. There is uh, there is it, it's... it is an incredibly multifaceted issue, and that has no yeah. easy definitive <laughs> statement to summarize my feelings. There's a time and a place uh, for arguing with these people, and yes. it's difficult to find. And the exact it's in the right fucking voice. street because if they hit me, then it's just like, guess what? <laughs> now you have to self isolate because they're blocking you up in a fucking cell, idiot. <laughs> Again, I don't really believe in, in incarceration, but like you know, if you want to isolate these people. Like just put put all the the fucking petri dishes in one like room and just leave them until the you know they like I I I am not a problem solver. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're just sitting there going like, if we can breed super COVID. Okay, so <laughs> I have I've realized I've become the Robert Evans of this podcast. I'm like not saying bring back the guillotine, but I'm not saying don't bring back the guillotine. Also, I like to go go karting and hurt children. <laughs> Direct quote from Robert Matt. Evans. What were you talking about before um, we started oh, yeah, we getting into actionable threats? Beat Saber. Um, <laughs> no, we went. We went to a gig. Um, oh yeah, a gig. Yeah. With my only point was is that I was a bit skeptical about it because I was a bit like, oh, like in, in, we've been to one gig so far before, but it was outdoors, so we're like, you can, I can get away with that. And it was quiet. Yeah, yeah. This one was like a thousand people inside a sweaty room, which is usually so pretty like, super good, super but... weird. Mm-hmm. But. They were doing a really good job of like on the way in. You had to show that you were do- you were vac- fully vaccinated or had a negative test in the last. That, that's hours. fascism. I don't know so, if you know. And it was but like no. super easy. We just because we do, we're, we're doing these tests every three days or whatever anyway. Um, I mean, you guys like you've got work and stuff, whereas we work from home and we're just like. Yeah, yeah. And I go out and I don't know lick handrails and shit. Yeah. So you know, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. no, that. We, so we we happened to do one anyway. So we're like, all you had to do was show an email, and it wasn't anything. You just show your email, and it just said, yeah, this is. So you could very easily fake it. But it's just one of those ones where it's like, it's a difference between not doing it and then maliciously doing that. So you kind of have yeah, to yeah. believe that. So it was, there wasn't anything like intrusive about it. It was just like, just, just flash the email and they have a quick check and be like, yeah, that's mm. cool. And then I once you're inside, mind. it's like, it all feels like more normal because you're not worrying about that as much. Obviously, yeah. it's not an infallible system. Yeah. But it meant that we weren't standing there the whole time being completely freaked out by how many people were there. No, no, that's that's cool. No, I don't. I mean, which is good because we have to get used to that. Because I mean, we're playing a gig in a month or so, so kind <laughs> maybe. Of... Well, in theory, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Who knows what may happen between then and now? Yeah. Yes, but yeah, that's that's me done. Uh, Snipe. Hello. What have you been doing? I've not really been doing anything new with my executive dysfunction. I've got to make it sound sexy because that makes me feel better about it. Mm. You know. Um, but I've been playing a hell of a lot of Aliens Fireteam, the new Aliens game. And it's really fun. Is it better than Aliens uh, Colonial Marines? So is getting punched in the fucking gooch for 24 hours straight, yes. Yeah. Yeah, fuck Colonial Marines. I mean, they do take, I think there's a couple of bits from there that, like, they they kind of take. Because the, as much as Colonial Marines is a punching bag, it did have a couple of decent ideas in there. I mean, I'm drawing a blank right now. 
It had some it had some cool little like design elements of that were obviously the world done early on you. before all of the mm. shenanigans went down. Yeah, but no, it what just it don't is, ever try and complete it because I've done it and it is not worth it. <laughs> I could have you completed Duke Nukem Forever. You just you like that CBT for some fucking reason. <laughs> I will say it's a um, over the shoulder third person like um, team like Left for Dead kind of game. Which is like, um, you you know, you're the Colonial Marines after what they basically, they start going to uh, brutalize the uh, very, very capitalist corporation bullshit. was like, so you go to a, um, a site and you're like, oh, under the, uh, it's like the like Civilian Protection Act or something, which basically means if the Colonial Marines think that you're mistreating your workers or fucking shit up in a really like horrible way, they can just fucking storm into your facilities and check. So like, you that's what you do. You're kind of not under the uh, the ANCAP kind of thumb anymore. Currently, <laughs> again, it's it's more nuanced than that. But uh, they've got like. They don't have any, um, like, loot boxes or anything like that. You don't buy that stuff. You get challenge cards that you can buy um, with in-game funds. Uh, microtransactions, that's what I was going to say. Um, doesn't have any microtransactions. You earn money and stuff from doing missions, and then you can buy weapon unlocks and and emotes and, like, hats and stuff. Which is which is pretty fun. Is it like a thing you can play through single player, or is it? You like can play only... through single player. It's it's three person instead of four person, like Left for Dead. And if you oh. are playing solo, then you get two synths mm. fighting alongside you, like Alpha and Beta. Do they look like they look like they look like working Joes? Okay, so I was wondering if they from look I, like I, um, regular people, like the ones you see in the movies, or if they look like no, the no, ones no. They from, don't. Um, no, there, there, yeah. there is there is at least one synth. In there, that she's she's non combat, but she's like an an, an intel officer mm. called Esther, and yeah, she she's like um she's like Bishop and uh, mm. and Ash, in that in that regard, if she looks quite human, um, and yeah, like the the, the combat synths you get, they're just like working Joes, they you know. Which is like they're kind of they're not really sentient. Yeah, an interesting way to implement literal bots. Yeah, no, I, yeah. I thought that was quite clever as well. Um. It's got the classic radar from Colonial Marines, like, you know, the little bit-bit kind yeah. of thing, the, the motion trackers, always fun. You see, that was once that was something from Colonial Marines, that when it when the, the, the stars aligned, so hmm. the game kind of worked and you were in an area that felt like it had a bit of tension to it, and the aliens weren't being complete fucking morons, <laughs> um, yeah. and you got that. When that worked, that was quite cool. Yeah. So yeah, I can see how a competent uh, developer. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, there was, this was a, this was done by a team of forty five people, and they fucking blew it out the park. Yeah. Um, uh, that just had its free update, uh, upgrade, uh, update, whatever language words. <laughs> but yeah, um, and I, I've been playing that with Longfang on our on our Thursday streams, and sometimes on like his streaming days. And we've just been having a blast with it. It's really cool. Um, there's there's face huggers in it, which I don't like, but that's <laughs> that's a me specific kind of problem. Um, it, it's cool. The, the acting's good. When I think about video game face huggers, I always think about the ones from AVP. 
the Alien trilogy game on the oh, PlayStation yeah. One, oh, uh, where they where you'd be walking uh, you're walking along, and if you don't miss it, then it would just kind of like a sprite of it would crawl up your screen. <sighs> that would have given me literal nightmares as a child. <laughs> it was it was kind of goofy, honestly. Yeah. Also, but... you um, I don't want to spoil too much because there is like a cohesive cohesive story. Cohesive story. There we go. I can language. Um, but you basically end up on um, an alien spacecraft. And it's just giga as fuck. Like, there's, like, a bunch of tubes that are just labias. I mean, yeah, that's giga. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, like I, I walked into a room with Longfang, and I, it was just dicks everywhere. And I was like, Longfang, cover me. I cannot take in this amount of phallic imagery. I am, I need to process this. I can't take this many dicks at once. I'm sorry. No, I didn't say that. I, <laughs> <laughs> that is a sentence you are going to regret. <laughs> That should be the title of this podcast. And then we get immediately banned off off, off YouTube. <laughs> but no, just so many dicks, so so much phallic imagery, so much yonic imagery. Um and it, yeah, it's it's good. It's it's well done. You get uh you can like find upgrades, um like you you can find like little um like uh special ammunition, so like you can get incendiary ammo, you can get like shock ammo, which is really good against synth targets. The fire is really good at, obviously, like, the standard kind of, like... Do you fight things other than just xenomorphs, then? You do. You fight synths, um... And, yeah, you fight synths and aliens. And synths are, obviously, a lot trickier to fight. Because mm. the thing with the, with the with the xenomorphs is that um, it's kind of, like, environmental storytelling, and you find it in, like, pickups as well. They brought, like, loads of, like, small animals, like dogs, cats, and, like, rabbits mm. and stuff, on board... Or like to to this place for like studying xenomorphs. So that means that the standard kind of like just mindless, easy to shoot kind of like bullet bullet um, like target practice enemies are all kind of like dog aliens. Oh, cool. So and do they look like the ones from Alien Three? They look like they look like dog aliens. Okay, they're 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 called runners. And like you know, you get the mini boss ones. So you get like the prowler, which is basically like a hunter from Left 4 Dead. Mm. They can't they don't show up on the radar because they just. They, they stay hidden, okay, which is funny because cool. half the time you'll turn a corner and there'll just be one still in, still in the middle of the corridor and be like, you're right, mate. Oh, I'm just going <laughs> to pounce on you if you don't mind. Um, but all they're like on the ceiling. And because mm. like anyone who knows anything about games dev, it is impossible to make your players look up. Yeah, it's quite difficult. So it's actually a genius position for them. Uh, you get there's alien eggs later on in the game where if you don't destroy them quick enough... Then they do the creepy open thing and the face huggers come out. Um, you get like, there's one called a Praetorian, which is like this big, because they have like armor. Mm. So you've got one that charges and you've got like the, the standard drones, which is the uh, when a, you know, a face hugger gets a human. Mm. So instead of like all the, like the, the, the dog and cat aliens, you get like the big upright one that's just fucking barreling to, and those things are, they're quite hard to kill. Okay. They can just pick you up and fucking crush you. It's so cool. That's cool because yeah, there is there is a problem. There's a lot of, of like, there's, a, there's some variation there. It's pretty. You cool. know, it's, it's like the whole thing of that in some movies, a single xenomorph is like a fucking killing machine. Well, you look at but... like um, Alien Isolation. You can't kill mm. it. You, can, I mean, it it gets really silly because I've seen like. I've seen a couple of like people stream it, and mm. like this is like this is my third playthrough. If you just go on the flamethrower, it goes ah, and leaves you alone for thirty-five seconds, and you can do whatever the fuck you, you just want. Just min-maxing it. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate. Yeah. I appreciate not everyone plays that way, but it, it does strike me as kind of like yeah, there there is like a um a scene to, like a, a 
a, sec- a sequence towards the end that um, is is pretty good at being kind of a bit panicky with with mm. a uh, a particular enemy that you mm. just can't kill. Which is like that's really cool because that makes me feel even more like disempowered. Is this in Alien Isolation or in... no? This is in this is in Fire Team. Oh, okay, okay. Because I appreciate Aliens and Alien are basically two completely different genres. Where you've got <laughs> yeah. we, we were talking about this during the stream. Alien is horror. Is horror. It is creeping horror. It is it is gore. It's that kind of it's it's that tension. Mm. Aliens is sci-fi is horror the best kind of my horror? Fav- Honestly, if you <laughs> if you add sci-fi to anything, I love it. Sci-fi horror can't get enough. Legit, sci-fi I- western, fucking. <laughs> here are the keys to my house. Go fuck my husband. It's you actually know, I um, fucking love it. It's actually funny how I'm not a big horror guy. Like I, I kind of like I've seen plenty of horror films, but I kind of take a leave them. Except for sci-fi horror, like Alien, the John Carpenter's The Thing, oh. some of my favourite fucking movies. You still need like, to see Event Horizon. I mean, I, I do, do too, see but Horizon. just like, because, you know, Sam Neill is, is my favourite grandpa. He On his Twitter, he has like, mm-hmm. he basically has a farm full of ducks and chickens. Yeah, and he just does loads of videos where he's like, this is my chicken. <laughs> Her name is Henrietta. <laughs> <laughs> my perfect Sam Neill impersonation. Because, <laughs> you know, a lot, a lot of people realise he's an Aussie. Yeah. That's the thing, also, is we're really good at American accents. Mm. We're so we're so good at it. Ooh. But yeah, no, um, it is really fun. It is a multiplayer only game. I mean, you can play it with like the two bots. Yeah, but like, yeah, it's intended. It's as intended a as a, a co op yeah. thing, and I really enjoy it. Um, I yeah, I, like as a multiplayer game, I think it's it's very enjoyable, and it is like it's a tenner under standard retail price for a new video game as well. Oh, okay. So it's like instead of like fifty quid, it's like forty. I you know what think. would be cool. In one of the in a game like that, where also it, you can you can get Hicks's shotgun in that game. <laughs> nice. Uh, in one of those sort of games where you deal with the colonial marines, is if they actually had some levels, uh, like say especially like say early on, where you are just doing the standard bug hunt and you are doing what I, I've always kind of assumed was killing non-intelligent like life well, uh, that was yeah. dangerous on other planets. Yeah, and like, before sort of anyone just... in the comments is talking about the comics. We're ignoring all the EU stuff. We're just talking about the movies. Yeah, I couldn't give a fuck about the expanded universe stuff. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, go, I go, you know, you know, I go by what is in the movie because, like, yeah, the way that is the way that is described insinuates that oh, not just another bug hunt is just we're going after some other shit. Like yeah. we're used to going after just pests. Uh, yeah. And you could interpret that as just being like pests. That I see are that as human, kind of just like Earth, when they try and terraform a planet. It's like, oh, there's a local, like, um, there's a local bit of f- like flora uh, fauna that's aggressive and a pain in the ass. Yeah. So we send in the colonial marines. Mm. It's basically like kill five crabs. I'll give you. I'll give you two copper. Mm. Kind of like job. Because yeah, there's a, there's a difference between encountering an obviously intelligent alien life and encountering the equivalent of like a dog. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, but no. Um, it it plays well. the The weapons feel good. They they, they feel punchy. How, uh, how is the uh, pulse rifle sound? Because uh, beautiful, as... absolutely fucking <laughs> like that beautiful That's a specific kind of... question. Yeah, well, it it, it matters. Colonial Marines uh, showed that um, that noise can get really fucking annoying if you don't loop it right. If you're the one doing it and you're in a firefight, it just sells the alien kind of like okay. setting. So mm. I, I honestly think if I was watching someone play it, if, if I was watching it in a movie, it would annoy me. 
<laughs> but as I'm as you're playing it, I don't think it really okay, registers. Cool. So yeah, I, I I can recommend it. It's very fun, mm-hmm. and they're popping out like free updates and stuff, which is really cool. That's nice. cool. Which yeah, um, and that's pretty much the only new thing I've been doing apart from we were joking earlier about my ADHD assessment forms. Which, yeah, which yeah. All joking aside, yeah, yeah. I've sent those off, and the NHS, unfortunately, being as stretched thin as it is. I'm probably going to have to like wait four years to even talk to a doctor about that bef- to even be assessed. It's going to be a while. Which sucks, because I am having trouble so much. For those of you who don't know, ADHD is a penis. It's, uh, I mean, at least I, ha- I have looked at the symptoms and like what led me to apply, like basically to send off the doctor for a uh, for a diagnosis is basically I looked at a list of symptoms off like the NHS website because that's where I live and I'm not going to go and get it off like WebMD because they'll be like, you have eyebrow cancer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I looked at the list of symptoms and it was literally just my autobiography. So I was like, hmm, this looks likely. <laughs> so I, while I have not been formally diagnosed, it feels like it's probably going to go that way. All I'll say is that I my have... My brother's been, uh, he, he's been assessed and is, uh, yeah, he has ADHD, so. I, I, I have, um, I've, been, I've been seeing things of people with it, talking about it, and I've just been going like, oh shit, yeah, that's, that's, that's just snipe. That's just who I am. <laughs> that's just describing my wife. <laughs> yeah, because it's not all about bouncing off the walls and everything. It's about li- like yes, executive dysfunction. Like literally, you should probably explain that because not everyone. Executive knows what it means. dysfunction is basically where, um, say, I need to get some work done. Say, I say I need to edit the podcast. I will sit there in absolute paralyzing immobility, and I just will not be able to bring myself to do it at all. It's not laziness. It's just the fact that emotionally I can't deal with that. And if I do try and force myself, it's horrifically miserable and bad and stresses me the fuck out. And I just, I can't function. Hence, dysfunction. Mm. Um, I didn't explain it very well. And I'm sure a lot of people who have formal diagnosis and people who have been living with ADHD for a long time will be able to phrase it in a way that makes sense. It isn't annoying to listen to. Um, but not me right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. So yeah, um, I even if it's not ADHD, there is something neurodivergent mm. about my brain that is me that is causing me these difficulties, and I would like to at least know what it is so I can start uh, using certain tools and things at my disposal to help me function better. Because right now. As yeah, when was the last time I did anything for the podcast? It's uh, it's like when someone's like, "Hey, you should really like watch this show," and I'm like, "I really want to do that," and I can't. I just can't do it. That's why it really sucks. Like someone's like, "Hey, I bought you this like I don't know off the top of my head, completely hypothetical situation. Uh, I bought you this gunpla because um, <laughs> I thought you'd like it, and I can't put it together because my brain ain't working that way." My brain says no. Again, th- these are like ADHD symptoms, but again, no formal diagnosis. I'm not saying I have it. I'm just saying this is something I struggle very severely with. I don't know. I'm <clears throat> looking at the symptoms. and, and you, I'm not going to say I have it until a doctor says I do. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. 
but the fact that you won't you won't put the uh, the Gundam together until um, that un- unless that becomes like the thing you're hyper fixating on. And oh then yeah, that hyper fixation. Be... <laughs> That's another massive thing. Um, as, as as anyone who's familiar with the channel or my work, they'll know that I am never hyper fixating on. I don't know. Particular actors, particular actions, particular hobbies, <laughs> terms particular of fr- terms of phrase. That that's not something I ever do. Particular series <laughs> or franchises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Ooh. seriously. It, yeah, it's looking like I probably got it. Because, <laughs> like, you can catch it. I've been wearing my Ooh. face mask and everything. So yeah, um, I'm really looking forward to that. And if. Like, I appreciate it does take a while to get diagnosed and everything, and it might be expensive, but if you're struggling with, like, mental health in any regard, I really do urge you to just try and get some help. Because, like, like, honestly, like, for a long time, I wouldn't even go to see a therapist, because I just, for whatever reason, people sometimes just don't want to go see therapists, and that's fine. But it is a good idea to at least try, because it can really, really help you, regardless of what you are struggling with. Um, you are worth it and we care about you and you should care about yourself more importantly um and now i'm gonna start talking about dicks again so okay <laughs> so i was thinking the other day about dicks no uh, <laughs> diffusing with humor <laughs> well you know what uh, what would be a good distraction you know who will kill children in the middle east sophie <laughs> <laughs> Okay, also I've been listening to Behind the Bastards and it's really good and it's kind of d- delivering depressing kind of historical bullshit or modern day bullshit about people who are complete dicks um, in a funny re- and relatable way. Um, so yeah, I can recommend the podcast Behind the Bastards. It's very good. Actually, because uh, I, I, this was something that I tried to start on the podcast a long time ago, but we all kind of forgot about it. What, like a fight? Um, which is, um, <laughs> like, recommending smaller, like, channels or creators. Oh, yeah, Behind the Bastards. This, this, this small thing that no one's ever heard of. <laughs> millions and millions of downloads, like, yeah. a, m- a month. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Um, yeah, no, I-, I wanted to just recommend a channel that I've got really into over the last, like, two days. So you're hyperfixating. Um, because I stumbled on them and they're just really good. It's called um, TRDQ uh, Gavin Spence. TRDQ Gavin Spence. Uh, it's on YouTube. Uh, it stands for Transformers Reviews Done Quick. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it is literally just like a couple of minute long reviews of Transformers toys, but with a kind of really fun like sense of humor behind it. And... Um, like, yeah, it's just a, 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 a slightly grumpy Scottish guy talking about this stuff, and it's just kind of fun. Um, and he doesn't have anywhere near enough subscribers. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you're at all interested in Transformers, even slightly, I'd say go give it give it a watch and see if it's uh, it's something that would amuse you. I'll say... Um, I really um, enjoyed it. One of my favourite kind of things I, I've seen at home is like, oh, yes, this... this imagine a, a Scottish accent. I'm not doing one. Um... Oh, yeah, see, I put it together like this, and if you don't like it, you can suck my balls. And I really respect that level of just, like, you know, cards on the table, earnestness, you know? That's something yeah. you don't get. It's something you don't get nowadays. Earnestness. Well, good. But, yeah, that's uh, that's everything. Yeah, that's my that's my recommendation. I love it how you've managed to fucking just shove your balls straight into my segment. Like, you talk for, like, an hour, and you're like, Okay, Snipe, you've talked now. I want to talk about Transformers YouTube. I thought I thought your segment was done. It was actually part of a segment into the questions, like a segue into it, rather. 
Yeah, well, it wasn't very good. Okay. Speaking um, about questions, drumbly bumbly. So your your section yeah, was in fact over. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Questiones, por yes, favor. Have, um, um, they came to the email, which is what web? <gasps> oh, he turned it round on you. Get fucked. Yeah, but web's a pro, so he knows that it's not a stress for him. Okay, well, fuck you, Matt. Well, no, I, I, you I, come I, I, into I, my I, house, <laughs> fuck my husband. And the couch he's sitting on, and you treat me like this? I actually forgot. Is it the drum mat? <laughs> um, yes, yes, that's right. Uh, the drum mat at gmail.com. Yep, yep. Yeah, that's, that's the email address. Yep. Send it to that one. Yeah, yep. All that's right, we have, a, we have a bunch. Oh, not, good. Not, not a crazy amount, but enough to be satisfied. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Pineapple Fantastico. Hello. First up, sorry in advance, Wib. Don't apologise to him. He knows we Snipe. Gone. Hi. Have you heard of or seen Squishables? <sighs> yes. I they're, think they're, I from have. what I can see, they're Squishmallows, but there's there's more of them, so you can get they, more. They're they're squishy are, in their but, toys. Um, I'm a Squishmallow purist. <laughs> so anytime <laughs> okay. I walk into a shop and there's like the Ty versions of Squishmallows, I just. Wib will tell you I point at them and, and, and be like Imposter You dare stand Where they stood I mean they are Just demonstrably Worse versions Yeah they are I mean thank you For thinking of me But they are garbage Because they're not Squishmallows <laughs> Okay good <laughs> you Do you know I, Which ones specifically These are Or are you just Assuming they're garbage I think they have Things like melon cats And they've got Like kawaii faces And shit Yeah that, that I did a quick google yeah, I thank you for thinking of me though. I I I am just like busting your busting your chops. Okay. I'm just being silly. Um, but yeah, <laughs> then the actual question. Um, they're seventeen. Currently, having to think about career paths. Oof. What did we want to do when we were growing up? Uh, Presum- presumably work wise, but also actually any adventures that a younger you wanted to embark on. So, because because that's the thing, people say, "What do you do?" or "What do you want to do?" and like you assume that you're talking about work, but like life isn't work. No. Like, wow, you're, you're well, more I can't believe than your, you're being so political and anti You're more right than now. your job. So, I don't know. Yeah. But I think this question is, you know, it's, it's kind of asking both. I, think. I would say uh, my life has been maybe not a barrel of laugh, so I ain't going to get too far into well, it. Well, it's not about what you have done. It's, no, no, no. It's about it's, what you It's about to. things I wanted to do desperately but was unable to and stopped mm. from doing. Okay. So, yeah. um... I wanted I wanted to be a car mechanic. I wanted to fix cars. Mm. I loved cars. Honestly, if if someone just came up to my door and was like, "Hey, I I paid your tuition. Go fix cars." I would fucking do it in a heartbeat. Because I used to love taking shit apart and putting it back together again. Um, I, even though, like, the funny thing is, like, in the house, if the computer's like, if the computer breaks, Wibs the hardware guy. I'm the software guy. I fix software. So <laughs> I don't know. I, I I always wanted to do that. I just. I just really like building shit and putting stuff together and fixing it. Fixing stuff made me feel useful. And it was nice, especially because I grew up dirt poor. So if something broke, you had to try it. Either you fix it or you don't fucking get another one. So it was, it just, it made me feel real cool. And yeah. Um, I also wanted to travel. I wanted to travel all over the world and like learn different languages. Go have like, you know, go have a a torrid affair in like Spain or something. Have a baby or two with a hot local, you know, that kind of thing. 
Which I obviously I did. I feel like you'll get. I feel like you're going through a plot of some film that I'm not aware of or something. No, no, no. I obviously did that. Like Jose, I miss you. I love you. Tell tell the kids that Mama's dead. Um, <laughs> Jesus wow. Christ! Hell. I'm sorry, Jose. I'd call. I would Forgive write, me. I would write down. Tell the kid. Tell the kids. Uh, your mama's dead. It's like a potential title, but I think that's that's too harsh. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just imagining if this was a movie that cut to some guy in Spain with two toddlers screaming in his ear, and he's like, "Come back to me." <laughs> <laughs> one day, sweetheart. One day, like corazón. One day. But yeah, no. Uh, so that's my incredibly serious and not at all weird answer. Uh, and mine's really boring uh, because you wanted to have a wank in every airport in the UK, and I in did. every every UK but like airport bathroom. And I, and I want to say I achieved that in two thousand and seven. Don't let anyone tell you your dreams can't come true. Follow your dreams. <laughs> your dreams can come true. <laughs> come. Um, that is uh, no. Uh, Sorry, Kev. You didn't say you didn't do it. Who honestly? Who hasn't had a wank in a fucking like in an airport bathroom while you're tr- you're, you're having a bit of a cry wank because you've had to leave your your Spanish lover and your two illegitimate children behind but to you're go also back to your horny. normal life? But you're also really horny and like uh, so there's something about the smell of coffee and like three day old reheated bean burritos that just really get you going. Um, so you gotta have a bit of a cry wank to get through it, you know. I d- I I don't really I never really had like a decided thing I wanted to be when I was a kid. Uh, I I I'm just I'm a really like boring person in that regard. Okay, like you, I don't. Okay, have... no, you are not boring. You are simple, which is not to say you are <laughs> stupid. It just means you you are a very kind of pragmatic and simple individual. Uh, yeah, I've never really had. It's like I've never really had a heroes. I've never really had like a. Oh, grand... I have. I wanted to be Sailor Moon as well. <laughs> I've never really had like a grand um, like plan of what I wanted to be or what I wanted to do. All Ooh, I really I also knew... wanted to be an actress. Sorry. <laughs> I think the uh, the only thing I really was like uh, the only close the closest thing I've had I've had um, which is that once I was like a te- you know a late teen like in my late teens and I started like making stuff and putting it on the internet I I kind of knew in my bones that at some point this was the only this was the way I was probably going to end up making my living. You are was you were such a cynical child making something on the internet because it just felt right. Um, which is what has actually happened. So, uh, I, I, but I don't know if that's a dream. I think it was just knowing deep in my bones that I was fucking terrible at everything else. Stop um, being self-deprecating. I, I, I meant more in a that I was uh, in the um, the standard like system of like nine to five jobs just didn't gel with me in a way. I mean, the whole like oh, if it needs to be considered a real job, it needs to be nine to five in an office is fucking dog shit. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not being yeah. self-deprecating. I'm saying that the 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 world is fucking terrible in it. Mm. I, I I find it really hard to exist in that. Um, I mean, shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, you didn't need to slap me. Yeah, uh, but you kind of liked it. Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, I'm sorry. Oh, um, better. Okay. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't really. Yeah, I, I guess that's the thing. I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. I'm too pragmatic for my own good. I guess. Oh God, drama. Matt, please cheer us up. Please Fucking have a whims- Please have a whimsical story. No, I mean, I, I vaguely remember as quite a young kid. At one point, I wanted to be like a fighter pilot, and then I grew up slightly and realised didn't want to learn how to murder people as a job. Um, and then beyond that, I've kind of this. this, this 
thing I'll say in advance is that this is going to come across, and I'm fully aware that it's the most, you know, white male privileged, etc. <laughs> thing. But basically, I've just taken the lazy option at every point and not had to make any decisions. So, like, I was at school, and then I was quite good at the numbers ones, so maths and physics and things, and not so good at the righty ones. So I just, I was like, I could go out and find an apprenticeship or a job, or I could just stay at the same school and do A-levels and the things that I'm quite, that I'm like, okay at. So I did that. And then I was like, well, I could find a job after A-levels, but also if I just keep doing the same thing, I don't have to bother thinking about what job I want. So I go to uni to do one of the things I did at A-levels. And I kind of just got to the end of uni. I was like, well, I could get a job now, or I could just try and find whatever the next education thing is after this, so I don't have to make a decision yet. And then I do that for about a bit, decide it's too hard, leave that and go, well, I could find a real job or I can get on a grad scheme where I like get told, get to try and do different things. So I still don't have to make a decision. So I kind of stumbled the whole way along <laughs> and then do the grad scheme placements and be like, which of these was the easiest? Let's, I guess I would do that one for a bit. So it's sort of, yeah, I've, ne- I've kind of bumbled along and never Dude, had to make an actual decision. I and I'm fully, this... I'm fully aware that like, you know, that's a very privileged position that I'm lucky enough to have these opportunities. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm aware that I probably sound like a twat for coming and saying this. Okay, things. can I just fucking but... say something? I need to confess. I need to, I thought you, out of everyone I knew, you have your shit together the most. And I was like, I I would think about you at school, like, oh yeah, you know, like he he was probably just like really focused on becoming an engineer. He was like, I'll do this and I'll do this, and and to hear that you bumble fucked your entire yeah, way just, through it, it at any given the opportunity, it was the foundation of my life. Yeah, at any given opportunity, it was the path of least resistance. And it didn't honestly, mean like, I didn't have to make a decision. Honestly, that sounds um, like I'm being really bitter. I'm not. I'm just like no. I I. It just what? shows you what what you yeah. you, you don't know well, someone's I, story until they tell you. I think I just I learned from an easy. Uh, from a very early age that you know you're at school people's you know i'm never going to use this when i'm older or whatever and that's a very valid point although quite often you do but in unexpected ways but i think i just kind of realized that for me school was i was learning to pass the exams not because of like you need to learn this and it's inherently valid but this is what society kind of expects and if you just kind of get on with it and just accept that you're doing this and you're learning to how to but you're not learning a skill you're learning how the skill that you're learning is how to pass exams and if I kind of taught, if I told myself that and taught myself how to do that, I was like, well, I can do this. This is like the minimum effort. I could peer up a fuss about how this is nonsense and bullshit or whatever, but I could just do the thing that takes the less effort. <laughs> and that's been my like, overarching theme the whole way through. You know, I like how I like how you two fucking pragmatists. I like how between us that was like a question that was like, oh, what were your hopes and <laughs> so, yeah, dreams sorry. as a child? And we've all just like gone, oh yeah, well you know, reality kind of sucks. I will say, given <laughs> but different different ways, different yeah. perspectives. We, all, it, but, we have yeah. three different three different sides of of the bullshit triangle. But I will say to you, pineapple fantastico fantastic fucking love that name it's so good um i will say one thing this you might be like vastly different from me i don't know how your brain works or whatever but like the way i the the world kind of hit me in the face because i was fully not prepared to go out in the world um is the fact that if you wanted to say you want to go to like taiwan you want to go you you always wanted to go to disneyland or whatever um focus on it Pick something that you really want to do and really fucking commit to it because you have to work hard. Even for something as fun as I want to go to Japan and buy a bunch of fucking Gundams or whatever. <laughs> you, like, unfortunately, this shit takes a lot of direction 
and energy. I have genuinely always envied people who like were know like what they want. like at twelve years old they were like I want to be a vet and then they just do that. Yeah, you know those people are like really like rare. Yeah, I know. So, like, mm. don't feel bad for not having a burning, like, I need to become a doctor. I need to fucking... Bleh. Like, don't feel like a failure. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Because that I'd is literally say... the majority of us. Yeah, and also it's, like, it's way less of a thing nowadays to, like, you have a job straight from school or straight from whatever, and then that's your career for your whole life. Yeah. So, like, it is, you know, it can be the things that you do now and paths that you choose do will put your life down a different path and all that. But, like, it doesn't mean that in 10 years, if you find out that's not what you're enjoying, you you can change. Like, that's, mm. that's a way more standard thing now than, yeah. you know, previous generations mm. where, you know, you get stuck into a job and then that's it and that's just what you do. And you yeah. are a you are a, a, a shop worker or you are a, a bank or you are, a, I don't know, whatever career you end up in. Not that I'm suggesting banking. Um, oh, yeah, but, don't get into that. But, yeah, like, you know, you don't... And then, <laughs> and then you see people, you know, miserable in their job for their whole life. Like, it's quite easy now to people like jobs and things aren't expecting the same amount of ex, like you know experience and things as as in the past it still might be hard to change but it's still it's still it's very doable compared to compared to years ago i think so it's like it might be a big decision it will definitely feel like a big decision but you don't have to be too scared about it if also, that makes sense like just remember that you are never like no matter how old you get it's okay to walk away from something, no matter how much time mm-hmm. you've sunk into it. So if you, like, say yeah. you really want You can wanna... just leave. Hit the brakes. Yeah, basically is what I'm saying. <laughs> but no, it's like, if, like, yeah, like if you, like, I'm not just going to say, oh, don't like working at Amazon? Just don't. Because I know that that life is so much more fucking complicated than that. But mm. what I'm what I'm advising is, say you want to get a job and you go, well, I'll just drift into this one because then I can decide what I want. And then you feel after five, six, ten years that you can't leave it, but it doesn't make you happy, you can leave it. Just because something is familiar doesn't mean it's good. And, and yeah, as, and you as, can walk away. As Matt said earlier, you know, yeah, your career doesn't have to be your life, so you know. Yeah. So basically, what so we're saying is, it's, it's okay it's to perfe- bumble. It's perfectly valid to choose a job that you just do, you know, what temporarily you need to get by, and then your life, your you know, your the important bit of your life is what you do after work, which is you know, and not enough people think that. Enough people think you know their work. I don't know people. Some people have to work extra hours and things, but a lot of people mm. think you know you are your job and you're defined by that, and that's fine if that's what you want, but it doesn't have to be. It's, legit, it shouldn't I, be the norm. Legit, I fucking hate it when someone is like introduced in like a news segment. And they'll go, "This is Sally from Birmingham. She's a, she's uh you know she works as a cashier." And it's like, like that she is a cashier is an irrelevant piece of information. That's not I don't. Right. Know. She, she also tell is me, really into archery, or I don't know. She's also t- telling she's me she's a that, fantastic findom. Telling me that she is incredibly into black metal is a far more that's re- way cooler. Is a far mm. more relevant fact to tell me about them than what they do yeah. for a living. But rather than confuse this poor person, <laughs> yeah, yeah, none of this is good advice. None. <laughs> Don't ever take advice from us. Oh my god, <laughs> take advice from me. I advise you to have a biscuit and just take a deep breath and realize that you are enough. Yeah. Okay. And to be fair, they weren't explicitly asking for advice. They were just asking for what we did. What yeah, we but also to, you can't so. help but want to give advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course. With the course, octogenarians that yeah, we yeah, fucking yeah. are. Fucking <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell the kids. Right, oh, All right kids. then, moving on. Rob Hello. has some thoughts on Warhammer greeting cards. 
cool. Which, oh yeah, that was a thing that yeah, happened, wasn't that was it? Yeah. Happened. So he's got a few, a few good suggestions. So let's hear them, Rob. We've got the Astra Militarum congratulates you on reaching the age of your conscription. Oh, that's grim. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This one. This one's less grim. Get wah soon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and we're back to Grim. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when my ravaged body is placed inside an armed sarcophagus because society has an odd attitude to disabled veterans? <laughs> oh, I mean, oh, that's a fair fucking point. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought they were pretty good. Yeah, no, good work. Um, good work. All yeah, right, no, next good. up, Chayat. Chayat. Yeah, hey, Chayat. Um, so there's this meme that most fans would love to live in the universe of their fandom, but 40k <laughs> fans, no. yeah, not not so no. much. No. So if you could be anyone or any creature in the 40k universe, but not an already named character, who would it be and why? I would be a Mandalorian because I don't want to fucking go in, in anywhere near the 40k universe <laughs> in any way. I, I appreciate if I lived in Star Wars, it would be the same kind of fascistic fucking, like, you know, iron grip on, on humanity. But I'd be able to get a jetpack. And a I laser feel like sword. both of those universes have enough habited... Habited? Inhabited. Inhabited, there we go. There Thank you, you go. Um, inhabited planets on, like, somewhere far away. You could kind of just hide a bit. Yeah, but have, I also like... don't want to have, like, okay... So in this is this is one of the big things where, I, like, why I wouldn't really want to live in the 40k universe. Apart from the fact that either show up and I'd get, like, virus-bombed by a fucking Inquisitor who didn't even know anyone was living there. But, like... Say, like, you know, you're in your world, you're you're going to college, you're going to uni, you're doing fucking, you know, you decide, yeah, okay, you know what, maybe I will have an orgy with my entire, like, like block of flats. Why not? And then suddenly people are killing each other, Slanesh is like, nice, maybe you should snort cocaine, because it's great, listen, listen to Girls Aloud really, really loudly. <laughs> backwards. Backwards, that's hot. And it's like, I, I just, honestly, of all the cocaine-fueled orgies I've been to, I don't want to have someone like a demonette suddenly tear its way out of somebody i'm like i don't know like like pegging or whatever it just it i don't need that in my life you know if i could be someone in a, in a fictional universe you know what i'd be you'd be the person fucking killing me as i turn into a no. demonette. <laughs> i'd want to be like the i don't very know best i'd want to be an ensign on a starfleet ship but not not like you want the lower decks. No, no. What I want to be is I want to be around about um, like an ex- an ensign on like an Excelsior class. Because if you're like on like, say, a, say a Miranda or equivalent, then you're going to get blown up. Okay. Or if you're on an Oberth, you're going to be on what you're going to be one of those ships that's found drifting because a virus has gone crazy on it. But Excelsiors, oh, yeah. you're probably going to be okay on an Excelsior because they only really appear in shows when they need to like drop off an admiral. That's cool. Like, uh, so you want to be basically a fancy ensign, pants like. And an ensign means you get to, you get to see the cool shit because you get you know you can be on the bridge and stuff, but you, you also you, you don't wanna, have too much responsibility. You want to work on, a, on an ocean liner. You, you want to? No, work, I don't want to work on an you ocean want, liner. No, you want to work on a space ocean liner. No, I and don't. And plus, we're not talking about Star, Star Trek, we're talking about... 40K. I was going to say, so your answers for this 40k question are a Mandalorian from Star Wars and an ensign <laughs> from Star Trek. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think I got the... I think I got the it's on trend for the two of you. So. You see... Wow. You see... Wow. You see Accurate, what happened... Wow. You see what happened there was like, 
I thought you'd said 40. Yeah, I thought you said 40k. And then Snipe <laughs> responded saying, like, a Mandalorian. So I just assumed that I'd misheard and it was, like, any fictional universe. <laughs> no. And that was my mistake. Okay, yeah, that, was that is mistake. actually on you. Because if, if you ever take pointers from me, you are beyond fucking help. Uh, in which case, um... In 40k, I don't know. Uh, I'll be, uh, I'll, I'll be, one, I'll be one of the surviving squats because their society is mildly less shit than the main Imperium. I would be, I would be a big, I would be a scythed hero jewel. Because <laughs> I like, I like yummy in my tummy, and that's the way the Tyranids talk. You cannot. I don't care what fucking Dawn of War said with the fucking hive mind, like consume like that kind of shit no it's oh have I did your snacky wacky oh you're so big and hungry that's me I'm a big side hero jewel oh they're so pretty oh I love them they're very nice but yeah that's what I'd be drama but what about you would you just oh. be because I know your answer you'll be like I will be a human who's living on an agri planet that the Imperium doesn't know about and I just want to live out my life making, like, farming space yeah, I be corn. A, I mean, that, yeah, yeah, you know me. I do. I, I was going to like twist, twist, twist it up slightly. I was going to be like a crop, like a pilot crop duster type person. So, like, just to make it a bit more interesting than being just a, just a farmer. I didn't necessarily mean just a farmer, but... Yeah. Well, I mean... Yeah, in, I was going to mix it up by being, like, someone who, like... Flies a plane on their phone. <gasps> you're you're a, like you're like um, in the way. <laughs> you, okay, I've got it. I've got it. You're an okay. ex like um like pilot. There's not there's like there's no war on the little planet you're on. Every it's like a big kind of like anarchist commune, and everyone's kind of like super cool with each other. And like you you were like you would fly the the planes and crop dust stuff with like you know. So you're you're like a really good pilot, and you've kind of retired. Well, can I can, you know, I, can I have a dog that sits in the spare seat? Yes, you you have it, and cool. he also has a little bandana. And little goggles, nice. um, yes. and and then like you retire quite early because you know you you and Rue have a kid and like you settle down and then on like you know on weekends just just for the for the uh, for the local communes kids you you basically take them up flying just just you know and and, like, and you talk to them about like oh yeah. Uh, you know, like talk to them about how they could be a pilot one day if they want to, mm. and all that kind of stuff. And it's a really wholesome kind of thing. And then you end the evening with peach and like peach lemonade, sitting on you on your porch with a with a tuft of wheat in your mouth, with your your hat tilted, staring out across the fields and listen the soft sounds of children playing in the distance, and the 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 air slowly cooling as 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 the sun sets. Yeah, that sounds really pleasant. Yeah. I was expecting it to all go horrifyingly wrong at the end. How dare you? <laughs> I'm just the really soft shocked. sound of exterminators happening or something. No! Like I'm really shocked that that didn't just yeah. become the plot of The Shadow at any point. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. Okay. I wondered why I looked over and you were just like hunched in your chair covering your fucking eyes. I, I was just assuming that was coming. If it wasn't The Shadow, no. it'd be the plot of like Terminator 2 or it'd be like, I don't know, <laughs> Commando or something. Yeah. Well... Okay. I'm sorry hero. to surprise you, but that honestly, that sounds like a good weather. Honestly, the kind of like like fucking cowpoke sitting on a, on a veranda drinking lemonade as the sun kind of sets. That's like that's how I want to retire. And then an orc yeah. rock lands on the planet. <laughs> yeah, and then they get out, and then you teach them the ways of anarchism, and they're like. They're a little bit boisterous, and they break a few a few, a few things, but they they think you emus are all right, actually. <laughs> And they have like an orc fight club, so they get out all of their unchecked aggression. 
But yeah, yeah, that's what I see for you, drama. All right, yeah, no, yeah. What's Knight said? <laughs> <laughs> and the Imperium oh. and aliens never know you're there. Yeah. Which is exactly good. what you want if you're in 40k. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so that's the other point is on the case of being able to identify things that Snipe would hate, I suspect they hate Mochi. <laughs> I fucking hate mochi. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, last time I we tried had the thing about goat, goat cheese. cheese. Okay, I tried goat cheese. I hate goat cheese. <laughs> oh, they're, 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 I'm skipping ahead a few questions here, but Sepulchre Se- 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 grown. First, I absolutely see goat cheese as a food for which snipe mild cheddar Star Wars would have an unreasonable burning hatred. <laughs> My fucking house? You drag my name through the fucking mud? Oh yeah, but they're not wrong, are they? No, God, they, they that's make why a, it hurts so much. They make a salient point. It has Jesus to be fuck. Okay, try that. What the fuck did I do to you to fucking have you fucking drown me in no, my no, own was, house? I, I'd skip for that sepulchre grown. Okay, I, wow, I'd, I'd dude. A few questions. Fucking <laughs> okay. <laughs> No, 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 this is the thing. Goat cheese is mild, but you know what it also is? It's fucking stupid. If I want to eat Greek yogurt, I'll just eat it. I won't, like, pretend it's a, it's not a kink thing to suck it out of a goat's nipple. Okay? Fucking... Uh, what I'm saying is, if you like goat's cheese, you fuck goat. No, I'm not saying what that. What you're also <laughs> saying is that we were 100% right in thinking that goat's cheese had the vibe of something that you would really hate. Well, the thing is, it's like, I, I hate it because it's so boring, yeah, I know, mild cheese. Snipe, ah. mild cheddar Star Wars. Get Says fucked. that goat cheese is boring. Okay. <laughs> I, like, I might just start calling you Snipe, mild cheddar Star if Wars you... in, like, day-to-day conversations. Okay, well, it depends how I long you this. can take a fucking right hook, mate, is what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay, everyday conversations cheese. via the internet. <laughs> I, uh, I, oh, I Thank have never you, been Grown. dragged. I best. have never been dragged so fucking hard. Oh, my Christ. I'll call you M- MC for short. No, don't call me that. I'm a Twitter criminal. I'm not mild cheese. I like mild uh, cheese because I'm... I'm surprised you didn't mention that you got suspended from Twitter for 12 hours for <laughs> yeah. threatening the yeah. Sun newspaper. <laughs> yeah, I got a 12-hour Twitter suspension for threatening the Sun newspaper because it's bullshit and I hate it. Yeah. It is both right and moral to insult and threaten yeah. the Sun newspaper every day of your life. Not that we would, you know... Recommend. The, I condone the, it. The, okay, the thing is, the thing is, the day I got a 12-hour suspension from Twitter for cyberbullying the Sun newspaper, <laughs> we were going to visit our friend Lynn Squiggly. We were going to meet up at uh, Warhammer world and there was a queue to get in because we got there just as oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> and just as we like um we, we took a couple we had a look at the rhino a bit and then we just kind of got in line and this this guy turns around and goes just saw it's just seen your tweet fuck yeah and i was like yeah i got a 12 hour twitter suspension because of that and he was like and, and him and i think it was his son they were absolutely lovely and were very nice and yeah it, it was just really funny 
because I like when I got my when I got my email going. You have been temporarily suspended for twelve hours. I laughed my fucking ass off. I think that's the like, first time either of us have ever got suspended. I'm surprised it took them this long. Yeah. But it, you get it to the sun like every single article that they write and therefore presumably share on Twitter is that contains way more hate than whatever you said about them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, like I, I literally I turned round and I added them because they they posted a thing. They they had a a, a cover like the front page was like. Oh, the Queen of Woke, or some referring to like Megan, like I don't know, she's like Harry's wife or some shit, and basically going, yeah, Piers Morgan, like defending free speech. And I took a photo of it and I added the Sun with like, hey, at the Sun, could you shit yourself to death? Thanks. And then within thirty seconds, because because it's basically, I got, I I know it's it, it got flagged by an algorithm because it looked like a death threat. Yeah, Which I'm you like, shouldn't I, tell other humans to do that, but you can yeah, tell a newspaper to do this that. Is Absolutely. The thing. I'm not going to be like, I'm not going to grab someone on the street and tell them that I, I'm going to fucking choke them to death or whatever. But like, if you say that to a corporation, I'm not, ta- I, I, like, the fucking social media people behind the sun, like, look, they, they just got a fucking, they're making a wage. They got a family to feed. They got a house to fucking live in. You know what? I ain't gonna fucking like get mad at them. There's poor, some poor fucking intern making minimum wage. It's not their fault. I mean, fault. I completely feel sorry for them. Yeah, ex- I absolutely feel sorry for them. But the sun, as an entity, can suck my fucking gooch. I hate it, and I hope it shits itself to death. And I'm not saying I'm gonna kill anyone at the sun or do anything bad to it because I'd never do that. I'm just saying if the sun newspaper died, as in, oh, tomorrow they're bankrupt and Rupert Murdoch like cries himself to death, I'd be like, eh, oh, well. it's probably okay. Hey ho. But yeah, um, so that was really funny. <laughs> that the first interaction I have with someone I'm not married to that day is is a couple of people who are who are very nice. Going, I saw your tweet, nice one. And especially like massive props to David J. Bradley for print screening my tweet because they wouldn't like start the twelve hour suspension countdown timer until I verified my phone number and then deleted the tweet. So he print screened it and he was like, "Wow, snipe! It's such a shame." That, you know, that this was deleted. Oh, would it be a shame if everyone saw it anyway? And that had, like, over 200 fucking likes and, like, a bunch of retweets. It was really funny. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was that was fun. Mm. Very fun day. Met a lot of very nice people. <laughs> right, anyway. Uh, where were we? Oh, yeah, we skipped fucking ahead. Mild to Sepulveda cheese. Grown I am never going to get over that. Because, because of mild cheddar, yeah. Fuck you, um, fuck so, uh, their question. Yes. If one day you happen to run into Bigfoot in the woods, which, I mean, we all know well, is very likely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And struck up a really long conversation over the course of which you felt like you built a beautiful relationship. Oh. What would the, question, what would the conversation be about? Is the first question. The second question, would you ask for Mothman's number or would it be a bit too awkward? Um, what I would... I, okay, so... The conversation that I would strike, I'd be like, hey, yeah, um, don't worry, I'm not going to, like, dob you into anyone, any authorities. I bet you get really fed up of, like, weirdos wandering around the woods covered in deer shit, like, shouting at you. And just basically talk about how it must be really annoying to just, like, never have five minutes peace, basically. And I, I would see how the conversation goes, but let's say it, it goes all pretty well. I would probably slip into conversation like, hey, so Mothman, and see if they know that. Which I appreciate is like, hey, you're Australian, do you know Barbara? Yeah, it, frankly, it's offensive to assume that uh, he knows Mothman. But let, let's just say that it came up naturally and I wasn't being a, a cryptid racist. Mm. Um, I, I, I'd be like, I, I would be like, so yeah, Mothman, uh, he's single? What's his digits? You know, <laughs> I, I mean, I wouldn't ask for his phone number. I'd just be like, uh, where could I find him so I could meet him and not just invade his privacy by getting his phone number immediately. <laughs> so, yeah. 
Um, I, I would like to to speak to uh, to speak Patty. to Bigfoot. Uh, well, Patty's one particular one. Particular well, the Bigfoot. one I was talking to was Patty. Fun fact: uh, the, uh, the the bit of um, Bigfoot footage that you'll always see when they show Big Bigfoot footage, footage is um, <laughs> was shot by a pair of people whose names were Patterson and Gimlin. Uh, so that footage is known as the Patterson Gimlin footage. And as such, the Bigfoot in it, because it's female, is usually referred to is like colloquially referred to as Patty. It's it's um, quite just kind of cute, yeah. which is why uh, my um, Pokemon Go my Pokemon slacking. Go yeah my slacking is called Patty. Yeah, because <laughs> um, you don't really name Pokemon, whereas I do. Um, but uh, but yeah, um, I I'd, I'd want to know how they managed to remain hidden for so long. Yeah, I feel it's a bit of a private question, but but I'd, I'd just be intrigued as to what what they what they done, and um, you know, if it came up naturally, yeah, I'd of course want to. I'd want to speak um, to Mothman. I want I want to know all about Mothman. Um, honestly, it is a it is a sin that no one has destroyed those like that, that fucking bubble that we know of. That bubble, his boot. Oh, he's an ass. Oh, he's mighty ass. Okay. Mothman's mighty ass. Okay, I get you. I get you. I want to know if he, uh, if you know, indeed, he he was warning people about uh, the bridge collapse, or if he oh, just hates, or if he just hates bridges. I hate bridges. I I would fully mm. respect Mothman's decision on destroying bridges. Mm. I won't tell you the actual story about that bridge falling because you'll feel bad about making light of it. I think I will. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Drama but what about you? What would you talk to Bigfoot about? Um, would you compare shoe size? Yeah, Dick size? But I, mm, not so much. Would you? Would you sensually like caress Bigfoot and have a big kissing with them? I'd probably ask for like beard advice because I assume you know entire body beard takes a bit of work to maintain. So I can imagine it would. What, what, their, re- what their beauty regimen is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or I, I'd say they would absolutely tell you to avoid parabens. You okay, can be a Bigfoot and you still know that parabens are bad for you. I don't know what parabens are, but I know that my shampoo has no parabens on the bottle. That's good, then. What the fuck so is a parabens? I, did, I, did, I, did, I have no idea. I, d- it, I don't have any, and I didn't know if that was a good thing or bad thing. I don't know if it was a warning. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a threat, no parabens. Maybe? This <laughs> yeah. is a threat. Ooh. Yeah. I Honestly, I might just start doing it. If, I, if, uh, if we sell anything, which, nudge, nudge, wink, wink, we might be doing soon. I still like my um, just put no parabens on it. On the back I'm just going to put, like, put like random notices of like it doesn't contain Something that it will never contain. Can you put like, like put a, on a sh- put like, logo? Put Pedro like you know, Pascal? like does not does not contain gluten on a t-shirt. You know. <laughs> yeah, but well, then you get, you look into the kind of like looks like you're making fun of people with gluten sensitivities. Well, I wasn't going to use gluten in particular. I was going to look up something cleverer, but um, I'm doing it like, off the cuff on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that was a fun question. Thank you. It oh, was, would you right. would you would you ask to be set up with Mothman? Me? Yeah. No, no. I've I'm sure Ruth wouldn't mind whatsoever. a third in your marriage, especially if it's fucking Mothman. Yeah, well, no, if I'm going to choose a third, like, I wouldn't... Why would I choose Mothman? I don't... I, wow. The whole Mothman thing goes straight over my head. I'm not judging anyone who likes the the bubble, but... but it it just... is a bit, but, like, even for a bit, you wouldn't have Mothman. <laughs> who? Okay. Which New question, drummer Matt. Who, yeah. if you could have anyone in the world be a third in your marriage, who would it be? No, 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 no. I, no, I, no, I, no, 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 I want to amend this. Which cryptid? <gasps> yeah, which cryptid? Would be the third. Okay. Okay. So I'll accept a pretty, you, pretty go... broad definition of cryptid. I don't know yeah. if, you, if you're going to go for. I don't know. I know. I know. You go Nessie. 
Unless oh, you think that'd that be it might be nice. Yeah, and you can have, like, just fun and, beach days. Like, they probably, probably wouldn't be able to come and, like, live with us because it's, like, probably bigger than the house and whatnot. Yeah. But, I mean, we could go for some lovely days out and go swim up in Scotland. That sounds lovely. Yeah. I, I, w- I was going to say, like, you know, a... Uh... A Fresno night walker, or what are they called? No. <laughs> I was going to say a um, a thoughtful billionaire. That is <laughs> well, no, I, I, I am, t- people, I am so, people, torn. Uh, people speculate they exist, but there is no proof. Yeah, because they don't. Um, and also, no one speculates that. No one yeah, nobody that. does. There's yeah. no good billionaires. But yeah, no, I, I am honestly torn between John Bernthal and Pedro Pascal. Neither of those are cryptids. They are merely actors. Okay. But have either John of them Bernthal ever acted is actually as a cryptid? Yeah. Yes, they have. Um, I I don't have my references right now, but I will give them to you later. I, I would say that that does not answer the question in any way, shape, or form. Pedro Pascal's played a vampire, like, th- twice, and they're kind of like cryptids. Yes, but there is a difference between an actor playing a thing and the thing. No. He's an actual vampire. He is That's not. That's why he still looks so good. Unless you're, unless you're suggesting that Pedro Pascal is is the acting job and everything he plays is reality. <laughs> I mean, okay. So as an actor or as any kind of like public facing person, you have to have a persona. You are the product. You are selling yourself. So while I know that you didn't mean it anywhere near as like metaphysical, uh, me- metaphysically as I, I mean, did. I mean, it's true that Pedro Pascal as the, as an uh, entity, as the actor that we know is a fiction, I just as yeah, the it's, version it's... of you, me, or Matt is a, that people are listening to right now is to some degree of fiction. It is. Yeah. We are, um, we are the product. We are selling ourselves. Uh, and, uh, and it, it, is our it, job. it is not a, you know, it is not a hundred percent a reflection of who we, we really mm. are. Um, but that's but still, not really relevant to the question I'd at hand. St- though, I would it? still because like to be the salami is, in that sandwich. Because the question is about uh, fucking cryptos, which is admittedly not even <sighs> um, part of... Okay, it's not fine. even a question the, that you were asked, The really. Jersey Devil. Okay, fair enough. Because I'd like to think it has a really thick Jersey accent. Oh, yeah! Because that's... What the fuck was... <laughs> that was a very, that was, that was an Australian, Australian accent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, the, the thing you don't know is that... The Jersey Devil is an Australian bunyip that's moved, that tried to move to LA. You know, I'm just going to say, uh, I think, and has, yeah. I think the fact that we're all a, a little bit tired at this point has and meant very that overheated. every single question has gone really off the rails. Okay, yeah. so right, yeah, on, what last about two you? Questions. Who's the third? Who's the third in our marriage that I haven't chosen? Ah, uh, Champy. Champy. Uh, he's a he's a Nessie equivalent, but from America. Oh, okay, so you, what's wrong with a Scottish Nessie accent? Nasty without the Nasty without the accent. Yeah. So with a different so accent. Pointless, then. With, with a different accent. I'm just going oh, for it. Please tell me it's like Wisconsin. Like, oh, hey there. Uh, it's like Champagne. Um, I can't remember exactly mm. where it is offhand. Okay. Okay. So I've got. Wait. All I can think about is Pedro. It doesn't Pascal matter. Now. Next question. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, oh, this one. So this one isn't a question, but it, but it's for you, Wib. Well, is Wib. And then in brackets, and the rest of you, but let's be honest, Wib and possibly Matt. <laughs> okay. okay. Aware of the fact that the band Saxon, as mentioned in the Games Workshop record label video, yes. has a song entirely about a train. That does not surprise me. was a train. That does not surprise me because it's a band my dad likes. <laughs> <laughs> or more accurately, that my dad thinks is crap, but in like an endearing way. Endearing, yeah. The English are so fucking weird. Um, yeah. that, that 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 doesn't surprise me, but I, I'm glad to know that is the case. Good, thanks, Wilbur. Uh, very last question: the sentient hair. Hello. So, 
if the Grot Rebellion succeeds, will they learn... if, comrade? Okay, when the Grot Rebellion succeeds, <laughs> will they learn the lessons of their own revolt, or will they face the wrath of the Snotling Revolution, who will, in turn, then obviously be overthrown by the Squig insurgency, and then eventually one day face the wrath of the generalised mushroom protest? Where does it end? Well, uh, well I, that's a slippery slope fallacy is what you've got going on there. I would say it depends entirely if you are talking about the canonical Gorka-Morka Grot Rebellion or the Grot Rebellion that I personally collect. Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, those that, are... Okay, let's say that it's from your personal Grot Rebellion. From my personal one, I make no distinction between Snotling, Grot, nor Squig. They are all equal partners in this. Mm. There is, um, there is, there is a uh, a culture of equality and equity. Uh, my, my Grots are less based on um, a sort of... A satire of the uh, sort of Soviet system, and um, they are more anarcho-goblinists. Mm, um, yeah. So, <laughs> all knobs are bastards. All knobs are bastards. One <laughs> <laughs> of my, one of my fucking uh, all my... knobs are dicks. Oh, that no, no, no. That's my, terrible. Um, my, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, but one of my uh, weird boys is standing on a crate, and I tend to put like graffiti and stuff on the crates, and one of them does have a nab for all knobs of bastards, but in orc glyphs written on it. It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. Um, because I'm very funny. Oh, so funny. Uh, very funny. Like, comment, um, subscribe for more funny. I would say that if you're dealing with the GW interpretation, then uh, yes, that would, it would be, be a, a, a constant like spiral of revolution. There, there would then. be it because yes, you look into it, and there there is the you know, even though they have broken away from the orcs, it does explicitly state that snotlings are still beneath grots, which is you know, and, when uh, you just replicate a system like that, you are sowing mm. the seeds for your own I'm, destruction. I'm just going to say an owie to one is an owie to all. An owie to one is an owie to all. Just saying. <laughs> so yeah good that's, that's and that my is answer. the end of the questions okay um we are currently going through a heat wave and we're all very sleepy and all of us apart from Wib, because he's a cryptid I mean, he was also the third in my marriage uh, are you okay no you i've gone tropo i've gone bush t- do you want me to to wrap up the podcast no i can do it fine um, i'm 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 because what's the, what's I'm the, what's the t- word for when you're good at something Good. I'm good at... <laughs> I'm good at wrapping up the book. Fuck! Prophylactic... No. I am prophylactic at wrapping up the podcast. So, yeah, it's been, it's, it's been a bit of a heat wave, so we've all gone a bit heat crazy. We've gone a bit tropo. It's, it's a bit weird. But we do advise you to have a nice glass of water, be kind to yourself, take your meds, and like, comment, and subscribe, and send us questions... To the email address, which is thedramat at gmail.com. Send money! Um, I also want to know um, if you could have any type of gacha, which is like little little uh, surprise capsules, which is basically like disguised gambling for children. If you had, oh. could have gacha with anything in it, what would it be? Email in. Thank well, you very you much for to, this. Do you have to choose the like vague topic of it, but you can't choose a specific one? Or uh, I, specific I'm, one? I'm lenient. I think t- choose the topic, and if there's a particular gacha that you'd want to get, like, oh, this is okay. like a, the ultra-rare like gold one equivalent of, mm-hmm. like, you know, that kind of thing. I do actually have something to say. That I, I, mean, I should have probably said at the start of the podcast, but it's probably uh, relevant uh, about... It's fine. Fix um, it in post. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, tax can't be post. asked. Okay. Um, <laughs> about the future of the channel. Okay. Ooh. Um, which is just just a kind of mild thing that you probably might have noticed because uh, as as talk of cryptids happened in this in this podcast, uh, many of you will be aware that we uploaded a big fo- a Bigfoot video. Yeah. Um, about a, a very bad show. 
Um, now, uh, something that we're planning to do at the moment is to uh, just get more content up on the channel. Yeah, we're, we're trying to branch out a little bit and not specialise so much towards... Uh... Games workshops stuff specifically. Yeah, so we're still going to be doing all. Which is, I'm sure it's not at all related to anything that Games Workshop no. has done at any point in the past or anything. No, you know, in all honesty, fine. in all honesty, uh, it's got a lot more to do with just realizing that we used to do a lot more. Um, yeah, fair, like fair. wanting to to recapture a bit of that. Um, but uh, but yeah, so there's going to be a lot more stuff up on the channel. Um, like. I think I think we're aiming for like one thing up a week, even if sometimes that's just the podcast. Yeah, um, still counts. It's um, content. We'll probably fail at that uh, repeatedly, mm. but that's sort of the aim. So if you enjoy uh, the stuff that we put up, there's yeah. going to be a lot more up there. Yeah, and if you want to comment on things, because you know, um, because algorithms exist, then that's fine. Oh, we're not going to stop you doing that. Yeah, because we like had a call to action at the end of the fucking uh, Fishman video. Which was just like, oh my god, the algorithm. And it's like, no, thank you. That really actually helped. That video did so much better because of like it getting more interaction. And it meant a lot like because that. I had to watch episodes of Ten Million Dollar Bigfoot Bounty. I was talking about uh, the Fishman episode. I was talking about Ten Million Dollar Bigfoot Bounty. But anyway, thank you very much for listening to this auditory hallucination of nightmares. <laughs> uh, we really appreciate you listening. Take care of yourselves, and we will talk. We will talk at you next time. Bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah. I wanted to blow a kiss to you. <laughs>